Hey, for the second week in the row, Sam from the Future is here for a little introduction because just a few hours after Yvonne and I finished recording the show, Hamas invaded Israel. Like, major attack uh, with... Uh, on-the-ground troops, uh, people using hang gliders, lots and lots of uh, rockets, the whole thing. And then, of course, uh, Israel starts retaliating and going in the other direction. And uh, it's blown up to the biggest one of these conflicts in quite a few years. Um, and as I am starting to sit down to edit. The situation is still incredibly fluid. Uh, things are still ongoing. Um, uh, no signs of it being over anytime soon. Uh, so anyway, we did not talk about this on this show because it happened after we finished recording. I am sure this will be a topic of conversation uh, next week. I mean... I guess unless something even bigger blows up somewhere in the world, which could always occur. But uh, anyway, just placing you in time. That is why we did not talk about this on the show, because it hadn't happened yet. Anyway, on with the show. Uh, talk again. Hello. Okay, there we go. Matter? Uh, that's, yeah. Uh, and you can put that a little further from you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, just a just a hunch. Jeez. Uh, I mean, nothing happened this week. <laughs> nothing. I nothing mean, no, I mean it was, you know, it was a boring week. Uh huh. Very nothing. Yep, yep, nothing. We're gonna. You cut your hair like you shaved. I mean, what the? I mean, you look wow. You look very clean. Dup. Is my uh, once every six months haircut. Although usually lately I've been waiting one or two years, but I did this one after six months. Well, why? I'm like, I mean, geez, I'm like, it's noticeable the difference because 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 I have an app now. That tells me how long it's been since my last haircut. So. Oh, okay. Well, you know, okay. Well, that 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 also helps. Yeah. I mean, of course, now you're actually having to go into the office, so you know, it probably helps a little bit. You know, eh, even no. if even if you don't see anybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I mean, so, you know, it, it it just depends. You know what kind of look I'm going for. Like sometimes I'm looking for, you know, the hermit who's been alone in the mountains for 20 years, you know? And I mean, and look, let's, let's be clear about this as the company has about what? 1 million employees. Like something you basically like are close to that at this point as employee <laughs> number. Yeah. Say your number. What? Like what, what is the number at right now? Uh, I am watching anxiously checking every once in a while to see if I go from 99.88, I'm waiting for it to get to 99.9. <laughs> and just a few more people have to leave, or we have to hire a few more people, and I'll get that third nine. Or, or we have to bump, bump off a couple of people. Okay. Or this is going to be a problem. Yes, bumping off. Because I can't probably. hear you right now at all, by the way. What? Because 
I heard this a, has been I happening just since I rebooted. Can I make? I heard a away? ding and then. Well, no. What's happening? Well, when I first rebooted, I had to keep fighting because, well, they don't call it i. Go away, go away. They don't call it iTunes anymore. iTunes kept just starting, like it it would just start up and then start playing a song, and I'd quit it, and like a few seconds later, it would do it again. Now iTunes, and it did this like four or so, five times in a row. Okay, is there something uh, is on my keyboard? A, y- yes, I, I I don't think so. You know, but um, now because that's not how I've done it. Like yeah, I, 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 yeah. And so iTunes is no longer coming up, but now Siri is Siri on the computer, not on my phone. And when Siri comes up to listen to you, it turns off. Yes, the other of sound. course. Now right. I can't. <laughs> I, I think uh, is your keyboard like a battery operated? No, it's a plug-in wired. USB wired, no batteries. Uh, here, there's Siri again. Can I just turn off Siri? Let's see, because I never use Siri on the freaking computer. You know, I've never used Siri on the computer. Come I, I, on, I, I, I say. Okay, uh, I'm going to go into settings and see if I can just turn off Siri entirely. I mean, it's got to be the keyboard. As far as I know, I don't even have a Siri key set on this thing. But maybe. Okay, Siri and Spotify. Well, I don't know. You don't have a Siri key, but I think one of them. Doesn't one of them do it? I mean, let me see it. I've turned off. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, that's that does. I've turned off Ask Siri. Uh, Ah! what, What the hell? No! Just trying keys at random, see what they do. Turn Siri on and off. Okay, well, I, I turned off Siri. And so hopefully... Oh! Right, exactly. I just hit a key and I just started music. Wait, which one? No. Okay, well, he turned off Siri. So I turned off Siri, so hopefully it won't happen again. Okay. <coughs> Sounds great. Very clean. As always. It's because of the hair. Ah, yes, the hair pulls. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do after they cut it off, right? You eat it. Pardon the strategy. Yes. Yeah. Have them sweep it off off the floor, put it in a bowl, munch. Sounds awful. But anyway, uh, you know. We'll just add a little salt. Okay, I went. Listen, all I'm going to say is that I went to get my vaccine, and the guy I asked for the, sh- you know, the shingles one. And the guy was like, "How old are you?" Well, I'm 52. Oh, you don't look old enough for it. I'm like, "Oh, yes." <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's all I'm saying. I was like, yeah, I. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I expect you'll be carded any moment now. Doubt it. Now that's not happening. That's not, not even, you know, fuck, not, not, no. Okay. 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 Do we, do we have a plan now? Can we proceed? Proceed. 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 Whatever. Whatever. Oh, what did I do there? Oh, okay. Never mind. Here we go. If it works, come on, come on. The, the the one thing that's been spotty on this Riverside thing is the soundboard. I, I, I realize that. 
I've had I've had to manually insert the f- soundboard for several episodes, not I, I, all the time, but like. So, and now iTunes is starting. It's going to play a song. Why is iTunes? Why is it's not called iTunes anymore? It's just called music. But music. Okay. And okay. Stop. Why? <laughs> why is this happening? Why? Is this happening? Ah! We try it on plugging the keyboard and plug it. Do you have another keyboard by any chance? Not handy. Um, okay, I, no. Well, I could steal one from another computer, but um, I mean, just to try. I mean, th- this is the. I mean, this is the button that would do it. The F. <sighs> <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> My computer is haunted. Because it's, you know, October or something. Well, right. It's the right month for it. Yes, indeed. It, it, it's like somebody else was using a remote control on it somewhere just to prank. You know, I, I once pranked some people that I didn't like with a with, with a with, with a, a second remote that it, it that didn't look like the remote for the TV that I was like. Actually, it wasn't the remote for the TV I was using. What happened was that I had a remote that for some reason controlled. I, one remote controlled a TV. The other remote controlled that TV, and the other TV randomly for some reason. Okay. Well, I'm going to try to hit... I'm going to ha- try to start it again. Here we go. All right. Let's try again. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, October 7th, 2023. It is just before 3 UTC. You can translate that to your own damn time zones. I don't care. There you go. You don't care? I don't care anymore. Fuck them all. (laughs) That's how we're starting to show. Oh, oh, is that bad? Yeah, just screw all of you listening. Bye. See you. Uh yes. Yeah, so anyway. Crunch's corner motto. Yes. Screw, Screw you all of you. Yes. There we go. Uh so the plan We're gonna be building an audience really, you know. I mean, you know, what the hell is like the GOP plan anyway, you know? Okay, the plan. We're gonna do a but first. Uh, then we are going to do, talk about all of the developments in the U.S. House of Representatives, and then we're going to do one last segment where we each pick a topic, and heads up, I'm going to do Trump stuff, and Yvonne's going to do something else. I don't know. So, uh, be, be, before we get proper but first, I just wanted to say we did get a feedback this week that was not just people talking on our Slack. Right, right, right. This was from our longtime listener, Matt. Hi, curmudgeons. Just listened to two recent episodes. Number one. Yes, I've listened to all episodes since you restarted in 2007. There you go. That Beautiful. bell's handy. Yep, yep. And and then... <coughs> I was like... That. <laughs> <That's>... uh, <laughs> number two. Unlike Sam, I have brought my coffee mug from the show to work, albeit I work at home in my office, but 
still ended up talking about the show when coworkers asked me about the mug when they saw it in a meeting. Um, and three, um, oh, and you know, I'm, I'm thinking maybe, you know, when I have meetings, I should just make sure it's strategically placed in the background. Or yes. You yeah. know, yeah. I, I hadn't thought of that because my, my, my actual original curmudgeon's corner mug got a little crack in the handle. So I, I decommissioned it. It's like off on a shelf somewhere. It's not like being used actively anymore. Um, and I should, I should order myself a replacement, but in the meantime, I could just like put it behind like a display mug. Yeah. 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 Not a bad I mean, idea. Okay. Of, of course, like when I'm working from home, I like, I, I have several different places. Well, I really have two main places. I do the calls from either from my home office or from my living room. And, you know, but I could pick one of those and put it behind me. And, you know, uh, not that anyone would necessarily ask, but they could. I, I could get a giant poster of it and put it behind me. Look, I've had people ask me about, uh, I have a chair behind me and people okay. are, ask, I've had, I've had people ask me about it. So, um, yeah, yeah, you know, there, there is this, I mean, there is, uh, well, you know, you, you got, you, you guys can't listen, but Sam is, uh, 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 uh I mean, you can't listen. You guys are listening. You can't see. But, uh, uh, you know, we're sharing video right now. So maybe someday we'll do maybe podcasts. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. maybe. Someday. Yeah, you know, maybe. I I could just put the unedited versions of right. these videos oh, up yeah, on yeah. YouTube already. No, no. Like, I, yeah. I, you know. We could. But we could. Uh, but, we could but, but, but there was this, this, there was that chair that's right behind me, as you see over there. I, I okay. see it. Our listeners don't. Okay. Our listeners It's a, it's a black things. chair. Looks like wooden. Looks yes. like it looks. Is it a rocking chair? It looks like it's it, not a rocking no, chair. Not, okay. okay, it it it, it kind of shaped like a rocking chair, but it isn't. But that chair was uh, purchased either by my grandfather or my father at Purdue University back in 1960. Nice, nice. Uh, and so that chair is, you know. Uh, and so I wound up going to Purdue, and I have that chair. And so that chair, I pretty sure, was bought by my grandfather. Hmm. Um. You know, and he because he also went to Purdue, and so that chair's been around in the family, and uh, I've just always kept it there. I don't sit on it that that often. It's actually a very hard chair. It's very solid wood, I must say. Not the most, co- not the most soft material. I, I am looking at my background right now, and I can say I have a roll of paper towels behind me. Oh, so oh, that's you know, that's cute. People yes. could ask well, that, about well, the roll keep, of paper keep, towels. Keep, and, keep stuff clean. You know, um, and so I've got that. Uh, so yeah, I, I've had it. So so yeah. So that chair, you know. So people have asked me about it. Uh, a couple of people actually. I wound up. Look, look, look let me get. But really, you know, even better. There was a customer, um, that asked about it, and I mentioned to uh, Purdue, and it's a cu- customer based in, I think it's uh. Honduras, I'm pretty sure. Okay, told me that he's just uh, had sent this year her his daughter to start university at Purdue University in West Lafayette of all, of all nice. places. He was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" I'm like, "I just sent my daughter to start studying at Purdue uh, in Indiana." So that was like very, uh, you know, that was very cool. The fact that you know we we, <laughs> we figured out that uh, you know we shared that. So so there you go. So so that chair has been. Somewhat of a talking piece. So yes, I mean that could work if you put them. Uh, well, I w- I was going to mention that just like I think it was yesterday, maybe it was Wednesday. I don't know. Or earlier this week, whatever. I lose track of time. I was working from home, and a something that has been a topic of conversation on this show came up 
because I, I, I usually tilt the camera so it's not visible because I know it would generate questions perhaps, <laughs> but someone on the call on a work call asked about my upside down Christmas tree. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that's an upside down Christmas tree. And, 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 and right. what, what time of the year was it? It was yesterday or the day before. Right. And it's like, <laughs> so it's October. It's October. And, and so, so they say, wait, you've got the upside down Christmas tree. At, it's no, they just said, oh, okay. Yeah. They, <laughs> they were wise enough to say, okay, let me stop this right now. <laughs> They're like, is that a Christmas tree? And I'm like, yep, it's an upside down Christmas tree. Because uh, <laughs> I had the lights on as well. Like it wasn't. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> you know, I'm getting angry with people, you know, about, you know, I, I mean, I already got like pissed off. And, and somebody was like fucking putting Christmas lights in September, like at the entrance of one of them, you know, uh, you know, Hope you know uh communities around here and i'm like jesus christ it's september well see i i just have all the lights on the, in the living room including the tree hooked up to alexa so when i say turn on the living room lights the yes, tree it is turns one of the on the tree yeah. like, yes yes yes, yes. so i okay all right <laughs> uh, well yeah. anyway uh Ed. so uh oh oh we were still in the middle of matt's email um yeah all, sorry we had man. we had briefly mentioned as well action park in new jersey and he says uh, number, yes he says number three action park was a place i went to lots of times as a kid even got hurt there on the alpine slide in a memorable accident i saw the documentary too everything in the doc was absolutely true that place was insane yes Yes, everything that I've heard about that place, I've not watched a documentary. What I did was there were there were a bunch of people in the podcast talking about it. Uh, they had talked about they had talked about the place before the documentary, and um, you know they said they watched documentary and said, "Oh yeah, it's just the place was just." There, there have actually been several documentaries over the years. Like there's one on YouTube from like at least 15 years ago, but there was a new one that came out like last year or something. But this one, I, yeah, this one was one that was like on HBO max or something. Yeah. That's the new one. That's the new one. That, that one was from 2022, maybe. Um, I'm looking it up or or as they, they called it uh, class action park. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, class action park, uh, was from 20. Wait, no, Uh, 22. Streaming now on HBO Max. When was this from? It had to uh, be 2021, 2022. Yeah, no, uh, August 2020. Uh, 2020, was, okay. Was, was class action. Oh, yeah, park. so it was like even better. When we were, we, you know, we were in COVID. We were locked out. And we were like, well, what the hell are we going to watch? Oh, you know. Yeah, but there's, there's like one. There have been other documentaries going back years and years and years. Like, um, you know, back to when it was still freaking open, I think. You know, Jesus. Um, yeah, here's da, 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 70. I, I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, but yeah, th- but there have been multiple. The, this is just the newest ones. And, and I think this new one was the most comprehensive of them. Yes. But anyway, uh, that, that, that's all I got. Uh, you, you, thanks, you Matt, gotta, for the you, note. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Uh, we love hearing from you whenever yes. you pop in. Um, Okay, so Yvonne, you got a uh, you got a but first that something that people would actually care about. 
I mean, all, all I was going to probably talk about was that I, and I mentioned this to you on the, on the Slack was about getting all these, uh, boosters and vaccines like right now. So, uh, right. Um, I did, uh, I went and I got it first just because of a, a scheduling thing. I was going to ask my, my wife, see if she wanted to go, but I, I was like, I dropped off with school and I knew that I had some time during the day to go and the pharmacy is like right right by the house like a mile you know not mm-hmm. even so I was like let me just go over there and like get it uh get it done and I actually had a question because I tried to schedule one for Manu online but it wouldn't let me schedule his because he was too young appointment well He's not is a problem. Well, he's not too young for the vaccine, but they have like a different set of rules for like if if you're under 18 and you have to have your parent co-sign and blah, blah, blah. Well, like, I'm the one scheduling it for him. So I'm scheduling. Yeah, yeah. Well, they let me schedule the flu one. OK. Right. And, and so I was like, OK, so I, they told me, look, just schedule the flu one. If you mentioned it, want the COVID one, we can get it both both done at the same time. And so, I, I mean, I went first. And I, the thing is that I had. I, the past couple of years, I've been meaning to get the shingles vaccine, but I kept, I'm like, ah, I don't want to do it at the same time as a COVID or flu, whatever. So I put it off and I'm like, fuck it. Look, I'm going to have to just bite the the hell with this. Okay. You know, I'm just going to get all three, get this over with because I keep putting Mm -hmm. off the damn shingles vaccine. And look, I've, I've met people that have gotten shingles. I've gotten shingles. I had it a few years back. We've talked about this, but yes, but, but I mean, you were under 50 at the time. I, yeah. I don't know how bad it was for you. It it, it it was it was not as bad as it could be, but it had me pretty badly out of commission for like a week or something. Well, I met this guy that got it after he was 50, okay, which is the one thing that uh, they say. And it was debilitating for months, okay? Yeah. It was bad. It was bad, bad, bad. I mean, it was just... I he told me the story of how bad it was. It's just brutal. Okay. This wasn't just a week thing. It was a month, multi-month thing where he was like mm-hmm. debilitated, like that he, you know, he had to get a leave of accidents from work. It was so bad. Yeah. And so I, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah, there's a vaccine. I don't want to do this. So I I I but I kept putting it off. And so finally I went and I got the 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 shingles went together with both um i mean i felt some at first i mean i felt some discomfort i would say mostly yesterday later in the afternoon um because i got it in the morning but it was okay so i scheduled today to go back and get my son's vaccine and, and and my wife's and uh well one was more scared than i expected Mm. but but his coping mechanism was to sing okay out loud um uh, gosh it was it it was a song that i didn't even know he knew (laughs) okay oh gosh i can't remember what the heck it was but but man he was singing it clear as a bell and so what he did is he sat down and started singing it loud and you know that calmed himself down and he got the shots so i'm like okay we'll sing it i mean that's new but i believe it works you know if you if if that's a way to relax and you know i've got you know i've i have a brother my oldest one who um 
as far as I know, I, I don't know if I, 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 I haven't asked again if lately, but okay. I remember that at least until he was 18. If he ever had a, a, a needle or drew blood, he would pass out. Yeah. I mean, but hard. Okay. My daughter does that. They have to, we have to warn the, the medical people like, okay, yeah, she's going to pass out. Just be prepared. And so, yeah. Don't, so don't panic. So my, my oldest brother is the same damn thing. I, I look, I still remember the, <laughs> well, my oldest brother. Well, yeah, he's, a, he's close to 300 pounds. Okay. All right. So he's not light. Okay. So I remember that. The, yeah. So you want him sitting down. You right. Okay. Because this happened. I remember when we were like, it, it went to, he was like 20. The first time I remember like seeing this because it happened when he was little, but then he was getting, ah, he was getting his booster shots to go to college. Okay. And so he goes to the pediatrician to go do this. Who was who was who was related to us? It was it was family. It was like cousin of my my parents would go there, and uh, he mentioned something but wasn't clear about it. And I think we were in the waiting room, and so he gives him the shot, and all of a sudden, this massive eighteen year old the the weighs about two hundred and eighty pounds just collapses on the floor. <laughs> And she's like, and of course, you know, and, and remember, she's kind of like a distant nephew. So mm. she's opening the door and saying, help, help. It was, like, it, was, it was a complete mess. But fortunately, none of that happened. We got everything. I, I uh, you know, this week, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, a lot of people have been getting it. I, I mean, there were, I, I mean, it was busy. I, mm. I, you know, because I've been to the pharmacy recently, I haven't seen a lot of people getting vaccines, but definitely the campaign to raise awareness and to get people to go uh, definitely had gotten a lot of people to be present. There there was definitely, I, I was like surprised that I was like, I mean, there was like. I've heard it in some places, people have had trouble getting it because they've run out of stock. And so they've had to go to multiple pharmacies and stuff like that. I think that's easing up a little bit now, but like for a while, people were like having to like call a whole bunch of places and find who was in stock. Well, that's why I didn't go at first because I would make sure there was stock or whatever. I waited a little bit, but yeah, I mean, there was, they didn't run out, but there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people getting it. And then I'm still like, just surprised by the stupid. I mean, it's just every time it happens, the stupidity that surrounds some of this, you know, this week, a couple of sports figures, one that was uh, famously uh, a couple of years ago, lied about his vaccination status in a press conference where he said, uh, he coyly said, have you been vaccinated? And he said that I'd been immunized. Oh, God. So he drank bleach or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, some bullshit, whatever. And by the way, I mean, he he, he was one of the guys kids, that was kids, by, by, by the way, anybody listening, do not drink, do not drink bleach. bleach. It's poison. Clarify. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. That will not work out well for you. Um, so this is, this was Aaron Rodgers, who was one of the guys that was actually up for replacing Alex Trebek as host for Jeopardy. He he was one of the guest hosts they did. He was a lot of those people didn't have a serious shot, but yeah, but he was, but he was actually, he was one of the ones. He was one of the ones. Okay. That was that, that, that seriously. And, uh, you know, it turns out he's a moron. Okay. Um, (laughs) you know, it, it, it turns out he's a complete fucking conspiracy gook, moron, whatever. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's just you know, and yeah, he said he was immunized as bullshit. He just did some, I, I, you know, prepared my immune system and whatever. 
you know, it was all bullshit. And so, um, one of the other, uh, uh, p- players that's gotten a lot of publicity lately because I mean, look, I, I, I'm going to full disclaimer. The other day there was a Taylor Swift uh, themed workout where I work out. I knew one song. Okay. And I have heard more of Taylor Swift lately because she has been dating this very famous football oh, player. God. This whole thing. Okay. okay go, go, yes. Go so ahead. you see, so you, you, even you've heard this. Okay. It's all yes, over the place. Okay. I, yes. Okay. I know about Taylor Sweet, Swift. Taylor Swift. Swift. And what is it? Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer? No, no, no. no. no Travis Kelsey. Not the, looks way better. A lot, lot, a lot better looking than Kelsey Grammer. Let me tell you. Okay. Uh, and so, you know what? Look, he got paid as a, as a, you know, he was doing ads for Pfizer and, you know, um, you know, showing, you know, him getting vaccinated and, um, you know, he was, he was doing ads and, uh, this guy went on TV and started mocking the other guy as Mr. Pfizer. And it was a mock. It was, it, it was Mr. Mr. I'm going to he was right. mocking him, you know, for it. And, uh, you know, I, I he was asked about it at a press conference today, and I will say that um, considering my disdain for this other guy, I'm I don't think I could have been as polite as he was about it. Okay, but uh, you know, he he said that you know, and he seems sincere. Look, I, I look, it, it was hilarious. It's a good, sh- it's a good shot, and given how smart he is, he says, well, you know, I mean, I don't know why he's. You know, he's talking about me. I know I'm with Pfizer. You know, he's over there with Johnson and Johnson. And I'm like, I didn't catch it for one second. What do you mean? I, I didn't realize that Woody Johnson, who is the owner of the New York Jets, is of Johnson and Johnson family ah, money. Okay. 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 I, 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 man, I, I don't know how that would just whoop, went over my head. I'm like, and he knew, I mean, and he, he, and so everybody, a few people said, man, and he definitely just went and like just flicked it back up out of Mr. Hey, Mr. Yeah, well, you know, I'm with Pfizer, he's with Johnson and Johnson, you know, whatever. And so he threw it back at him. But but the one thing that it's just to make sure is like he said, look, and which I think was the better, more important part was how he clearly articulated, you know, that I, I did this not just for myself, but for those around me, for my family. It's important to get vaccinated and I stand by my decision 1000% and encourage everybody to do it, which by the way, a lot of famous people just won't stand up and say flat out. Yeah. You know, and you know, one thing he said is like, damn it. I didn't realize I was going to get myself to the vax wars, but you know, here I am here. I'm taking a stand. And if you don't like it, you know what? So, so yeah. So I, I, I was just very appreciative that he decided that, uh, he very deftly ha- handled it. He, 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 you know, he didn't call the guy a fucking moron or something or whatever, but was actually had far had a way better slam against him than I could have ever come up uh, w- w- with him, and and made the case for people to get vaccinated. So, well, there you again, go. You know, I, I, go get your vaccines. Go get your flu shot. Go get yes, your a- absolutely. I I am scheduled for Monday. Uh, and my son is scheduled for Tuesday. Uh, we, we had done the thing like at first, when it first became available, um, you know, we were trying to coordinate for like the whole family to go in together. And we were like, should we just try to do a walk-in on someplace that has walk-ins, you know, and all this. And the, 
just coordinating for all of us to go at the same time just was not happening. It just was not happening. Like, so well, it's hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why that's why we had to go. Yeah, that's why I got him one day. And uh, yeah, yeah. So like a couple a couple weeks passed and eventually I'm just like, screw it. I'm going to make an appointment for me. I'm going to make an appointment for Alex. I'll let my wife do her own. Let my daughter right. do her own. Right. Um, but basically say, because because like just getting it on the calendar. Yeah. Like it's going to happen now. Like I, I, I'm going to make sure like Friday we have an appointment. This is, I'm not Friday. Monday right. I have an appointment. There's a specific time I'm supposed to be there. Right. Tuesday my son is supposed to be there at a specific time. We did it. We made the appointments at a drugstore that's like half a mile from our house on the that we pass like multiple times a day every day. And so, uh, you know, we will make it happen as long as it was a, a hey, let's just all go in together and drop in and see if we can do a drop in. It just wasn't. Nah. It, no, wasn't it, it wasn't happening. And by the way, the one thing is that the reason why I, I, I look, I, I, I made sure I was glad that I did do the uh, the appointment because I'll tell you, I mean, like I said, there was a, there, it was busy. It was busy, 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 big time. OK, it was definitely um, uh, quite a lot of people do it. So so I encourage everybody to go and uh, and get uh, vaccinated, not immunized. Yes. Well, I mean, it does it's immunize thing, you. But, but yeah, yeah. But, but the fact that they were using the different word meant that they were trying to like weasel out of, yes, you know, actually saying that they did it because they probably did not. But they did they, because they, they did. probably yeah. did some bullshit woo thing that has no medical value. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, it was some. Yeah, but, but yes, that's exactly what he did. Right. Yes. I, I mean, I joked about the bleach, but you know, what the hell he's taking the horse dewormer or something. I don't know. Like for, for all we know, or, or he's just like, I took my vitamins today, so I'm good. If I remember correctly, it was some kind of combination of some vitamins, and some Middle Eastern bullshit, whatever that he claimed, you know, whatever. And by the way, the reason why he found out he wasn't vaccinated is because he wound up getting COVID and then it came out that the reason he was like under some protocols and separately was because he would never never got vaccinated but not that i mean a lot of a lot of people got covid including me but but the one thing is that even if you're vaccinated it it doesn't stop you from getting it it doesn't stop you from transmitting yes even if you're vaccinated but but he was but he was sick for he he was sick for quite a while let's put it to you that right okay when he got it so yeah what, what what we've learned about this generation of vaccines is it doesn't stop you from getting sickness it doesn't stop you from catching it it doesn't even stop you from transmitting it, but it means that if you get it, it will be much less severe than it would be otherwise. In most and, and cases. even any and and, and and even like like I said, it's not. Yeah, it's like uh, somebody what you called it. It's like the Swiss cheese model of like yes, yes, protection. It, it may not. It's not. It, it's not. Uh, it's not perfect protection, but it it's it's better than. It's definitely better than going without it, and and it's definitely makes it that. Even if you transmit it, you're not going to transmit it for as long or as powerful because the yeah, what you might call it, the concentration the of it, what the viral load makes a big difference as well. So. Yes, it does. And, and so, and, and one of the reasons to talk about this now, and let, let me shift to mine. And I was I was going to just say we talked about everything. Let's move on. But I, I'll talk about a little bit more COVID stuff because uh, what the hell? Um, oh, I forgot to mention which I was one yes. thing, and I don't want to skip this one. Okay, go Very and then I'll do mine. Look, I, I I don't I don't think I mentioned it, but uh, about a month ago, uh, a few weeks ago, in Colombia, uh, uh, 
Juana's uh, cousin's father died from COVID. Mm. Uh, now he was uh, he was older. Uh, I mean, in his late sixties, seventies, and if I remember correctly, he had been a very heavy smoker most of his life, and you know uh, that wasn't um, now. Now he was not having any. He wasn't sick at that time, but but the smoking had. You know, one of the things is this is the kind of stuff that leaves you more exposed. To, it's a it's a risk factor if you've been a heavy smoker all of your life, right? And so, yeah, we we keep we act like well, this is overlooked. Yeah, so he passed away a few weeks ago from it. Well, and, and this, this is what I was going to start talking about is that we. Deaths are nowhere near where they have been, but we are in another wave right now in the U.S. There, the cases have been increasing uh, across the country. Uh, people that have been hospitalized is increasing quite a bit. There's some there's some hospitals that are under a little bit of strain. I and had no- nobody that I was meeting that just told me that they can't go to the meeting because they're they 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 got COVID. Yeah. So the, the you know again nowhere near the waves we had before, at least right now. But there's definitely another wave happening. There are a lot of people getting it. So the question of like, you know, like some hospitals are once again mandating masks. Now, hospitals is one of the weird ones. Like I can understand other places, but like it seems like if anything, we should have learned that the hospital should have always been masked all the time. But they drop it. Any they they drop the requirements even in healthcare settings. And I'm like, of, of all places to keep a mask mandate, a hospital, or or even just a doctor's office where you got people who are yeah, sick coming sick. in. I, I agree. I mean, I I mean that yeah, I, I agree. I'm like, look, you're coming in. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. That 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 is a hundred percent. Um. Now I'll tell you, like, you know, I I probably held on longer than a lot of people to masking, but even me, I, I rarely mask these days. I'll tell you where I am. Like what I did when I first went back to the office, when they started coming, I took one of those little portable CO2 monitors and I carried it with me everywhere I went for like the first month I went there. And I sort of learned the patterns because, you know, and the reason they do CO2 is it's, it's not like a COVID detector or anything like that, but it tells you where the air gets stale. Ah. Um, and the places where the air gets stale are places where if somebody there had COVID, then it's very likely that COVID would be accumulating and linger there. And you probably don't want to be breathing that air unmasked. And so what I found out, at least in the office building that I'm in, is most of the common areas are very, very well ventilated. You know, like all of the big spaces, the 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 places in between rooms where, you know, sort of the, the you know, but all of that is almost always really good, well-ventilated. The Whatever HVAC system they have is doing a really good job turning around the air. But the one place that isn't is a conference room with the door shut. Yes. I can imagine, yes. And basically, if you go into a conference room that 
it, it, it might be okay if you've got like one or two people. It'll be okay for a little while. But if you have a conference room with a bunch of people in it and they close the door, those CO2 rates start going through the roof really quick. I mean, um, not, and there are certain rooms that were worse than others that I noticed. Uh, but even the best rooms sort of start, start getting to the area where they're like, yeah, this CO2 is no good. Like after about 15 minutes. Um, and so basically where I started going, like at first I was, you know, at first I was wearing the mask all the time anyway. Then I sort of said, okay, like all of these common areas are pretty good. I'm not getting near people. Cause it's, it's not like it, it's never, despite this return to work mandate, it's never been crowded at my place of employment. So I'm like, if I'm in these common areas and I'm not near anybody, fine, I'll, I'll go on mask. Well, let me ask a question prior to COVID. Was it crowded? A lot more than it is now. It's still, we're, we're, I'd say compare, I mean, it varies by day of week, but compared to like, I'd, I had worked in the same building, not right before COVID, but I'd been in the same building a few years earlier. And I'd say compared to its pre COVID occupancy, um, on the most crowded days when somebody has scheduled an event and asked everybody to come in, maybe it gets to 50% of what it was. And, norm and normally it's a lot less than that. And that's even with, so, okay, well, anyway, let's not go. Yeah, so, but anyway, the point is, so I, the, the common areas, I would go without a mask, and then I would, I would mask in the conference rooms. But honestly, more recently, I just avoid the conference rooms unless I really have to be there or it's like, um, uh, yeah, or it's not very many people and we can leave the door open and that kind of stuff. So like, I'm not usually masking there anymore, but I try to avo avoid the situation. And I, I, I guess my basic at this point, I mask if I'm in a crowded space, that's when I mask like, and that includes like, you know, I, I got looser on like grocery stores and I've gone to in-person restaurants more than I did and blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, it is much, much, much lower prevalence than it used to be. It just is. Uh, and so I, it, it seems, it seems like that's fine, but I will still like, if, if I get to someplace that is crowded, I'm putting that mask on that. That's where I am at this point. But now that we're, everyone's talking about, well, we're in another spike. I'm, I'm wondering, you know, I'm, I'm seriously thinking about wearing it more than I have been the last few months. Uh, and I've seen a lot more people wearing masks lately. I'll tell you. I, you know, interestingly enough, you're seeing that in Florida. I'm I'm not seeing that very much here. And huh. we, and during the big part of the pandemic, it was the reverse, right? Like here, we masked for a lot longer than you guys did in Florida. Uh, but right now, I I'd say like it's very rare for me to see a mask in public. I mean, I saw people at the pharmacy today that were masked. Yeah. Well, and that that's that's another one of those places where you expect sick sick people to be. So right. yeah, I will probably mask if I when I go I get saw, my. Stupid I, shots. I saw you know I saw I've seen a few people like lately. So and all right, so I will say I will say, and then yes. we'll wrap up. Um, my son is still absolutely religious about this. He will not go out in public without a mask. He is insistent on that. He wears it to school. He's probably the only kid in school wearing a mask, but he he will not 
consider Look, taking it, that it, thing. It, listen, I don't think that what he's doing is crazy. Look, I, I mean, I, it's not. I'm not telling him no. I'm not encouraging him not to. No, no, no. The the, the one thing is that look, in uh, as I've mentioned before, when I travel to Asia, I mean, you know, at least a third of the people that I went by in public were masked up. Yeah, man, I remember boarding a flight from Hong Kong to Shanghai, and half the people were masked up. And yeah. this was the way before no COVID at all. Right. I mean, this is we we had no idea. So, I mean, it, it's just it it changed the culture there permanently. And frankly, like, I I don't think well, that's the thing. Hurt. You know, they, they that that was from SARS, and it changed yeah. the culture there permanently. And over here, all we do is like beat each other up about it. Yeah, I I I, yeah. I wish it had changed the culture more permanently here. Like, I think the 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 what should just be standard is crowded places. Healthcare settings, and if you personally are sick, in those three scenarios, you should be masking always. <sighs> like yeah. COVID or not, it's something we should have learned and internalized from this. But instead, it became a big deal. Where even like I was going to say, you know, for a while, it was the big politicization. But at the end of the day. Like even Joe Biden and everybody was like so anxious to okay, everybody's back to normal now. You know, so well, yeah. So anyway, okay. All right. I th- I think we're done with the butt first. But I we're so we will take a quick break and then we will come back for the butt second. And but third. And but third. I sometimes call them that. I sometimes make up other names. It all depends. Um, so let's see if the breaky thing works. Here we go. Breaky breaky. Break. What, what? No, that was Oh, no, that was bad. No, that's not. I don't like that either. Once upon what, what? a rainbow, you were on the floor, eating the bugs that you found upon my face. No, what? Bye. And there you go. You know, I, I, I still have, there's some, some phrases that we used in an episode a few weeks back that I really still want to make a song out of. I was going to do it with Alex, but he ah, doesn't, but he doesn't, good. he doesn't appear to be interested in doing that anymore. So I might just have to do it myself one of these weeks to get that ready. It's just, it's just like some things that we said to each other and it sounded a little weird even on the podcast. But like, if you, if you take clips of that and do some stuff with it, it sounds cool. So I was like, yeah, you should do that. But you know, this is, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, there, there's still that, I mean, how long is that super cut of me swearing? It's like eight minutes long. Now I mean, we could chop it down to like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that as a break. There, there you go. Yeah. The original was way too long. That was for anybody who hasn't heard it. Um, it's in episode 405. We originally thought it was episode 400 but I miscounted. We're idiots. It's in episode 405. If you want to go look at it and it is a super cut of all the swearing from the previous episode, episode 404. Um, You know, it turns out if you guys have noticed that I, I can get, I, you know, 
I haven't measured it lately, but at least for that episode, I mean, it was happening very frequently. Between the two of us, there was at least one swear word every 45 seconds, if I remember right. my statistics right. Some, something like I did all the counting. I like, you know, took the whole episode, counted every occurrence of every swear word, did the math, blah, 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 made the super cut. Uh, it was exciting. But yeah. Exiting. Exiting. Yes. Woo. Yeah. So anyway, I don't, I don't want to do that again. Like, okay. Y- you know what? People. I will add that to the end of this episode. After, there you go. After the theme song and everything, we will put like the supercut clip, including the little intro and outro I did from it like way back when. That was years ago now. It was a long time ago. But I, I will put it at the very end of this episode when I put the episode together. So you stay tuned after the outro for that. And on the other thing, like, you know, I, I want to make another song, but the problem with all this stuff is like, or just more breaks in general to like swap out some of them. But the problem is it takes time. It takes sitting down and doing stuff. I mean, this <laughs> damn job. I mean, I, I, I know I get it. Look, like we've said before, um, look, where is the Powerball app right now? Jesus, I got it. It's at like 1.4 billion, something like that. Look, either you could write, you know, a I, 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 or I, I, I wait, I, I won. I, I bought like the ticket the other day. I got, I, I, I spent $40. I won 16. That's not bad. Well, of course that was, I actually have bought it like the last three times in a row and that's the only one I won. So it's more like I, <laughs> I spent more than that to win the $16 actually. Um, cause you know, we talked a few weeks ago, like my new rule is if it's above seven fifty, I'll buy a damn ticket. And of course Look, I max it, out what you can buy in one. Uh, listen, it, you're, you're, you're almost like this. The, the, I was hearing some guy talking about this, uh, NFT thing. They were talking about one of them, about the, about the NBA, uh, NBA top shot one. And they were, they were mentioning how, well, I wound up with like, uh, you know, nine, nine figures i'm like wow millions i mean holy shit it's like well i started with 10 figures <laughs> right so you know yeah so this, anyway i like that kind of address but anyway so we, right, we were gonna start with the house the house which house your house my house ah. what happened at the house sam what happened at the what, what happened in congress oh not my not my house not your house uh, at, at your house we got a dog barking as i can tell yeah they're, they're just, anyway uh, no well i put a little note at the beginning of last week's show that after we recorded before i edited and put together um we funded the government there's no government shutdown that's what right. happened right massive success uh yeah briefly briefly uh, so ba- basically, um, well, uh, wait, what am I saying? Well, no, massive success and massive success. If you think about it from one perspective. Yeah. Well, look, here's the deal. And I said, I said this in the part I inserted last week. Um, McCarthy did, I almost said Paul Ryan there. McCarthy, <laughs> cause deja vu, like of yeah, all these other guys, but, um, the, he did what he had, what what was the inevitable end point of this all along. And we said this on the show weeks and weeks ago. These things always end with almost all the Democrats plus a few Republicans agreeing to 
at the very least, kick it down the road a little bit, which is what they did this time. They kicked it 45 days, 45, not exactly like, not a lot of time, not a lot of time, but, uh, but they, they pushed it out a, a, a month and a half or whatever. And, um, but this is how it always had to end. The only question was when, and sort of everybody was thinking that they would go ahead and do the shutdown. And then McCarthy would sort of, use that to prove, Hey, look, I have no other choice. I've tried everything else. And so I'm going to do the Democrats and and we'll do this thing. Uh, but he got to that point where he was like, fuck it. I'm done. I'm, I don't want to shut it down at all, even for a little while. And this is all, all the way out there. And one important thing though, he did not talk to the Democrats before he did it. Like the, normally when this has played out before, there have been sort of like conversations and they do something right. and it worked. He, he just boom, put it on the table. No warning to the Democrats said, here's your clean continuing resolution. We're voting on it now. <clears throat> and of and course the Democrats the Dem- were like, okay, well, here's the thing. They, at first they were like, ho, 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 we got to read it. We got to read it. We got to read it. We right, got to right, read right. it. Give us a couple hours. And um, Hakeem Jeffries actually did something where apparently the, the opposition leader or whatever has more freedom to talk or whatever. So he 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 gave like an hour long speech. The whole purpose of which was to give other people on the Democratic side time to read time this to read damn it. bill, because like they didn't want to take McCarthy at his word that this was a clean continuing right, resolution. Right, 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 sure. And by the way, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know what they mean by clean continuing resolution is that it really is just saying continue at current funding levels and we're not doing anything else here. We're right. not, we're not slipping any, in, you know, we're, we're not slipping in provision. like a poison pill. Like they call poison pills. Like you know, if they had slipped in something that said um, we're immediately like making abortion illegal across the entire country. Exactly. Yeah. Shit like that. Whatever. So, you know, which, which sometimes people do, they try to slip in the poison pills and blah, blah, blah. So they wanted to make sure there was nothing like that in there. Uh, as soon as they verified that, uh, there wasn't, uh, then it passed overwhelmingly. I think there was one Democrat who didn't vote for it. Um, meanwhile, a bunch of Republicans did vote for it as well. A like, lot of Republicans did. There were 90. I think there were like 90 did. something. Yeah. So it's like, no, there were 90 who did not. There were 90 who did not. No, but there uh, were like a hundred. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like half their caucus bo- voted. Oh, for yeah, it. yeah. The majority of Republicans wanted this thing, right? Um, but uh, and there it went. And so, um, then before we get to the the rest of the drama, from McCarthy went on the Sunday shows though, and tried to blame the Democrats for the shutdown drama, and. <laughs> And and it was like, well, look, they didn't, they were, they were dicking around with this and they did everything they could not to do this. And the, the host, I think it was on, um, face the nation. I think it was on face the nation. The host was just laughed in his face and was like, they all voted for it. Right. (laughs) What are you even talking about? I mean, then I heard some say, well, the Senate hasn't like done their, their stuff or whatever. If I remember correctly, 
all these uh, funding and appropriate, uh, all these funding bills have to start at the damn house. They do have to start at the house. And also the Senate has made, had made a lot of progress, but they hadn't actually gotten they, to the final passage of anything. Right. But they, but they need to start at the damn house. Yes. And, so it's not like, you know, I heard, I mean, well, the man, house, the I, house did pass a, a handful of these that were over at the Senate, but yeah, yeah. The, but, 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 you know, trying to blame the Senate for it, you know, as, as I heard some ho- Republican house members going, I'm like, are you, f- you, you know, I, I guess, you know what I, I realized I'm thinking, yes, of course they, they you know, they're tell- telling this to people that have no idea that this has to start at the fucking house. Yeah. It's Obama's fault. Yes. It's, it, 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 of course. Somehow. Somehow. Right. The Affordable uh, Care Act. <laughs> Obamacare. Yeah, it's... Yes. Anyway, a- anyway, so, of course, um, as soon as this passed, um, Matt Gates tried to do his promise of doing the um, uh, motion to vacate the chair. Um, when, when it initially passed on Saturday, he tried to get the attention of the chair in order to do this, and they were like, nope, we're recessed, recessed till Monday. And so they they should, they delayed him for at least a couple of days. Uh, but they came back and I think it was on Tuesday where he actually did it. Um, and then uh, there were, there were a couple of procedural things like the, you know, the first thing was an attempt to uh, table it. And then you had the actual vote uh, regardless of the specifics, the, in the end uh, he's out. Um, and there were, there was some question about would the Democrats save him? Would the, cause you know, he could have stayed on as speaker as long as there was a majority, which means even if he, if he had like, uh, I think in the end there were nine or 10 Republicans who voted against him and that's all eight. Maybe it was eight. Okay. Eight. Let's call it eight. Doesn't really matter. Whatever. It was a number around there. Let's, Avon's probably right. It's probably eight to 10, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyway. Um, so theoretically, if you had replaced those Republicans with even just a handful of Democrats supporting him, uh, or you wouldn't even have to say supporting him, they could do it by not voting. Correct. They, you know, because it's, it's a percentage of the people who vote, not out of everybody. So like if a whole bunch of like, of if a whole bunch of Democrats or even just the eight or nine or 10, uh, just didn't vote, that would potentially be enough to have him kept there. And there was a lot of talk about, like, will the Democrats save him just out of the notion that um, they wanted stability and the, the person you know is better than the person you don't know is better than total chaos. Um, and there, and there, were, there were a few Democrats indicating that they were open to those kinds of things. Yeah. But, but. but here, here's the thing. First of all, the Democrats all agreed right off the bat, like all of them, that they would do this all or nothing. Like you had, you, you had even the people who were like entertaining the idea were saying, yeah, but you know, we're going to discuss this internally. We're going to make a decision and then we're going to be unified. And, um, and the people who wanted to make some sort of deal or thought that would be better for them were in the clear minority. Um, there was, but, but here's the thing about making a deal. 
yes. there's a very important thing about it. You have to actually make a deal. The other person has to participate. That that that's the problem. That that's the problem. And given McCarthy's situation, he really couldn't off- offer anything. Well, here here's the things that happened. First of all, he went around badmouthing the Democrats that weekend, leaving yeah, a bad- not exactly helpful. Yeah, leaving a bad taste in a lot of their mouths. Like even the ones that were willing to potentially consider it were turned off by that. Second, from all reports, he never actually asked. Right. He never asked. Exactly. He never asked. And in fact, he very specifically said he was not interested in making any sort of deal with the Democrats. Right. And so therefore, it's like... Now, now, what happened at the last minute, what happened in the last minute is some other congressmen who supported McCarthy started desperately calling Democrats. And but you uh, couldn't know. But and according to is, according to the Democrats who were called, they were like they were begging us. They were begging. They were begging. But they couldn't offer anything, and that's the problem. And that's the problem. And even if they did offer anything, how could you have any confidence whatsoever that they could deliver? Listen, the thing is that there was no way that McCarthy could cut a deal that wasn't thermonuclear okay because the because the guys the 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 group that gates uh is you know basically you know i don't know if he's heading you know he's a part of yeah yeah there is no negotiating with that group they don't care about governance Right, and so this has been said to us over they're, they're and over. Ex- their explicit goal was to shut down the government. Shut down the government, and they were upset that we didn't. And apparently, also, they were also on the phone with Donald Trump, who was telling them shut down the damn government because he right. thought it would help him in various ways. And so, when they didn't, Trump was really pissed because he wanted the government shut down. Right, but so so the thing is that. Even if, say, McCarthy had picked up the phone, yeah, and tried to make a deal, the, 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 any deal like that would peel off so many people from his party that there was no way to make that a winner in any way, shape, or form. There was just no, there was just no. The only way that he could get, I, I, I'm like, because you would have to. I mean, I'm sorry. If I'm the Democrats, I'm like, oh, you want us to help, dumbass. What the fuck? I mean, because I, I'm not going to be held hostage to Matt Gates anymore. Right. You you would flat out, and, and we're, we're even like, well, this option is coming up in the future things, so we'll talk about that too, but you would have to do some sort of power sharing arrangement. Yes. It would yes. not be just, oh, okay, we'll vote for you for speaker. No. No, it would no. have to be that you you make equal equal republican and democrats on every committee you agree to bring up uh democratic proposals you uh you you change the rules to limit the influence of these jackasses on the right, right. uh you know you 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 would have to make significant changes to the rules to basically set up something where it it's not 
a majority minority scenario in the same way. I mean, the Republicans would still have the majority. They still have a five seat majority, no matter what you do here, but you would have to give the Democrats a significant say in what was happening and restrict things so that, you know, this, this fringe couldn't screw things up. Otherwise it wouldn't be worth the Democrats. to Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so in the end, no, he's out. He's out. He's out. And he and, sh- and he and he has said he is not running tenure? again. Third right. shortest tenure. Third shortest. And and just for reference, the two ahead of him, one of them was one day only. It was the very last day of the term, and whoever was the speaker before him resigned and was just like, "I'm the fuck out of here." And so he had one day as speaker before the new term started and they voted in somebody new. So that, that was the shortest, the one day we're probably never going to beat that. And, uh, I believe number two died in office. (laughs) Okay. So, um, you know, somebody, uh, mentioned today that, out of all the recent GOP speakers that McCarthy they've had, they've had such a good history. They've, you know, that actually he wasn't the worst and you know why he wasn't the worst. Well, cause Hastert's in jail for fucking molesting kids. That's exactly. That's right. Because the guy that was worse. Okay. was basically a convicted child molester. Yes. That is the only guy that's worse. And as far as we know, McCarthy is none of those things. Not on that part. Yes. Um, so, you know, when basically you are the worst simply because the guy that's worse than you is a convicted child molester. Jesus, that's pretty bad. <laughs> well, yeah, the last five GOP speakers which basically mean because bef- now before Gingrich, the Democrats had the House for like forty, for 40 years. Forty years, yeah. And, and Gingrich was what? What? That's almost that's a long time ago now. Too. It was like How in the long- ni- mid nineties, and he was only like a few so years. That was thirty years ago. So, so all of the Republican speakers in the last eighty years mm-hmm. have left under scandal or. Failure like this, or failure, or failure, yeah. scandal, or failure. We had, we had Gingrich leave after he 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 lost a big midterm, and he had a bunch of marital scandals going on at the time. Uh, we mentioned Hastert. Fuck. Um. Then we had. Uh, am I missing one? Who, who was there? One between. I gotta have to go 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 look it up. Uh. But then then we had, of course, uh, Bonnier. And I never say his name right. He left in almost exactly these same scenarios where he was about to have something like this happen because there was a revolt after he made a deal with the Democrats to avoid one of these things. Exactly the same thing. Yep. And Ryan was pretty close to the same, right? Like, right. Yo. And I I think we're missing one. Um, No, 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 Uh, no, no, no. We're not. We're not. We got it was it was Newt. Okay. Yeah. All right. And new, and then you know, because of that mess, then it was, you know, we went with a good old boy Haster. Okay. And then <clears throat> it was Nancy. Okay. And then it was Boehner. Mm-hmm. And then it was Ryan. And then it was McCarthy. Uh, with Nancy That's it. again in between. Yeah. Yeah. With Nancy again in between. Yes. 
Um, so anyway, uh, McCarthy decided not to run again. Like I, I was actually surprised. I thought he would just throw his hat right back into the ring and, uh, and, and we'd have another attempt at this. Um, but no, he's, he's like, I'm out. Uh, there was a rumor that he was going to be leaving the house as well, but, but he has denied that. Um, so I, I you know, I, I'm surprised because I figured maybe, maybe he, he denied it. Now he's a leak because look for these guys, Republicans, all, all these clowns. It's all about yeah, cashing in. Exactly. I mean, this is your, I mean, you are in the prime time now to go and cash in your chips. The hell? I mean, look, who, which one was the guy that cashed in like this? Uh, oh, that other moron from from California. What's her? What's his name? Uh, uh, oh God, uh, the guy with the memo. Uh, 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 you know, the the guy who. What are you talking about now? The guy that was like uh, pro Trump that was uh, releasing this memo about the whole Russia thing, whatever, a few years back. And before even the term ended, he resigned because he was cash in. He was the CEO of uh, Trump social media stuff. What the hell? Oh my God. What the hell is his damn name? See his ugly face. And I can't remember his uh, damn name. Um, 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 oh, oh, God. Um, uh, just, well, that idiot. Whatever his fucking name is. So come to me at some point. Some point he went and he didn't even wait to finish a term. He wanted we resigned because I was like, wait, why am I going to wait to cash in? I can cash in now. Right. Um. Anyway, so we've got we we had a a brief spike of talk about Devin uh, Nunez for God's sake. Oh, there, there you go. Okay, Fuck. Devin Nunez. Yeah, my, my memory right now as I'm getting older, it's like the retrieval speed is like I don't know. It's just all of a sudden it's like it's way it's like it's buffering. It's like buffering, you know, until it gets the files. Yeah, you, you know, I I have the thing where like I, I will I will I will blank on words as well, more and more frequently. Um, just random words. But I kind of lean into it and insert other random words. Oh like, well. Especially when I'm at home and just goofing around with, with Alex or whatever. Like if, if I'm better at work, but like when I'm just goofing around, I'm like, if the right word isn't coming to me, I'll just say something else random. He'll figure it out and he'll laugh. And you know, okay. that's cool, you know, so whatever. Right, that's, well, that's, a, that's a strategy, but anyway, I, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's a early sign of dementia as well, but we'll deal with that when we get there, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know, we'll get that neural implant Elon Musk is selling. Oh yes. The one that killed all the monkeys and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that that was just, you know, uh, that's just, you know, bad publicity that, you know, anyway. So I was going to say, we had a brief flurry of conversation about the possibility of Donald Trump as speaker. Several people were talking about how they were going to nominate him. They were going to vote for him. And he was like, sure, I'm in. Like, sounds good. I'll do that. Um, And then apparently a bunch of his aides came around to him and were like, you are throwing the fucking out. (laughs) They are. You are throwing the entire Republican caucus into a panic. And why don't you just concentrate on running for president, please? And he ended up backing off, and he uh, he has endorsed one of the other people running. So I guess we're not going to see that level of fun. Um, but uh, <sighs> yes, 
So Look, the the, the it, two here are, is a yes. It, 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 well, here's the one thing about any of the candidates because anybody, yes. whoever the hell it is, you know, whatever, is fucking irrelevant at this point because they're screwed. Whoever they, it, whoever the hell it is, is screwed. Look, it was bad enough how to get McCarthy voted in in the first place. Okay, it had never been that hard. Okay, and so. Where the hell is walking in? Uh, walking it, it was in, it wasn't it, it, the know. record. There were there were more than fifteen historically, but yes, it was it was bad. It, it was bad, and, and he had to give up all this stuff, including changing the rule that allowed this to happen with only one person calling for it. Right. Uh, which um, which again, the only real surprise here is that he lasted as long as he did. That's right. That that's right. Yes, that's the only real surprise. Now, the one thing that I'm hearing is different is because they have this speaker pro tem right now, uh, who's this McHenry guy um, who was handpicked by McCarthy. Uh, apparently, after 9-11, new rules were put in place that there would be a secret envelope that the speaker would produce that had a list of people in order that would be speaker pro tem in the case that something happened to the speaker. Okay. Now, this was intended as a continuity of government thing for, like, what happens if somebody nukes the Capitol? Well, yes, but we didn't expect... I mean, I don't think that 20 years ago we expected that the entire GOP was going to go insane! Yeah, so this was intended for, like, what happens if the speaker dies or is shot or the Capitol explodes. So it's it's just like the line of succession for the president, where there's not just one name. There's a whole list in order. So if a whole bunch of people die at once, there's still a speaker, right? That's how this is set up. And the list is kept secret until there is a vacancy, at which time the clerk opens it and says, oh, it's this guy. So in this case, it's McHenry. Um, and, but, and there's some controversy apparently about just how much this speaker pro tem can do. The consensus seems to be that the only thing he's allowed to do is manage having an election for the real speaker. Now there's some people disputing that and saying, Hey, he could actually exercise all of the powers of the speaker if he wanted to. And he has in fact kicked like some Democrats out of their offices. He kicked, uh, Pelosi yes. and and one other person out of their uh, offices and put them somewhere else. Um, so he is doing other stuff other than arranging the election. But what I've heard is because they've got this temporary speaker, they don't have to do what they did in January, where they immediately start voting and have rounds and rounds and rounds. Oh, I see. So that what they could do is he could wait to call the vote until such time that the Republican caucus has decided on somebody internally that they all agree to vote for. Now, good luck with that. Right. But like, so we might not see like a long series of votes. Like if he was forced to just, Hey, the first votes Wednesday, let's just start voting and see what happens. Uh, then we would probably be in for many rounds of voting once again. The reason that that might not happen is he might like just force the Republicans in private out of the glare of the lights to just 
keep having conversations about this until they can come up with a candidate that they can all agree with. Dude, here's a problem, though. As far as I can tell. There is no such person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And not just that. This guy doesn't have the gravitas to fucking corral anything. Mm. Okay? Well, and, and also, this he was, guy, he, he was know, a flat-out McCarthy person. Like, right. so he, he's not considered neutral or anything. No! I mean, so I'm just like, you know, th- th- this guy is just, you know, it's just some dumbass with a fucking, you know, gavel like right now that has, that nobody respects at all. Right. That's and so, I mean, some pe- I think he said to some people like that maybe he wanted to be speaker and I think they laughed in his face. I, I heard he said he didn't want it, but it might be he, he said he didn't because people laughed in his face. And, but exactly. <laughs> You know, well, th- there was some talk of like, hey, maybe we just interpret the rules as he can actually just act as speaker. And so we don't exactly. even we don't even have to have a vote. We'll just like go on as if nothing happened. He's like the nothing vice happened. speaker. Okay, there you go. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Everything's fixed. Everything. We're all fine. But I think what's actually like they 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 immediately went in recess for a week after they vacated the chair. And so officially they're coming back Tuesday, but you know, there's all kinds of jockeying and behind the scenes conversations happening. Uh, officially we have um, Jim Jordan and Scalise um, have officially put their names in the ring as of when we're recording. By the time you listen to this, there might be more. Uh, and they're officially coming back the next meeting is the Republican caucus is going to have like a little session, a private session. It's not going to be on TV or anything where all the, all of the candidates like try to, they give their little speeches and then they'll have internal votes. The earliest that an actual vote on the floor could happen is Wednesday. But like I said, that may or may not happen. It's on. I I, I think that the, the one thing like right now is that, um, what I had um, said uh, earlier in the year, and I, I've said again, and I'm just like, look, if I'm the Democrats, I'm working over a few people that are in districts that are. You're trying to actually flip people to be Democrats. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I am. I, I mean, I, I'm. listen, it may not work, but I'm fucking trying. Because you don't need that many. Right. Okay. You need five. You need, you need five. five. You, you you get five from vulnerable districts. You basically, look, m- those guys are not going to be Matt Gets like terrorists. Okay. But you are going to have to give them something. Oh, yeah. For this. Okay. Well, because there's, there's a very good chance, like, that even though they're in purple districts and they're vulnerable and they have to like compromise uh, with Democrats to win the general election, there's a very good chance that if they did this, their career would be over because they're, they might not win a democratic primary and they, the Republicans wouldn't have them anymore because they're now caucusing with the Democrats. But I mean, in some districts, man, you know, there's people that have changed parties before it has never been different. They usually don't win. I mean, sometimes they do, but they usually don't. Yeah. You know, sometimes they do. I mean, we've seen this before. And the thing is that we're, we're, in, well, we are in completely uncharted territory with this right now. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. We've never had this happen before. 
okay, in the middle of the year, okay? Um, and so, look, I'm trying to cut some kind of a fucking deal. Yeah. Um, I, I, at least I'm trying. Because here's the other problem. Look, I, you said they're going to come back next week and they're going to talk about this. Look, man, those hundred people that voted for that continuing real resolution, you think they want fucking psychopath Jim Jordan at that uh, be a speaker at a house? Not a, not in a fucking billion years. Yeah, I mean, well, let, let, let's talk about this for a sec. Let's talk about the possibility. So before we talk about more of the sort of off the wall possible solutions, like the one you started to talk about, the the two candidates that are in the ring, there's basically Scalise who is the closest we're going to get to a Republican who actually believes in getting things done. And we got Jim Jordan, who's right there aligned with Gates and the other folks who are like, blow it all up. Right. <laughs> you know, now the, the thing is that Scalise is probably the guy that has the most support. Yes. I, yes. I, I, I mean, they're, they're, I'm, it, we're, we're going to be in the, be. he's got the same base of support that McCarthy had. Exactly. The question, the question is, can he get to, the number that he needs because he needs like everybody. Cause once again, I, it only takes a handful of, it's just that the, my, my, but here's the fucking problem. The gates isn't these guys. What were they pissed about in this continuing resolution? They wanted draconian cuts across government. They basically wanted, uh, 30% spending cuts across the board. Insane well, shit. Not only that, they had as one of their red lines that if you cooperate with the Democrats at all, we're done. Exactly. It's like, it, it, it creates a situation that you're like, that's not a way to govern. Well, you, you can't, by definition, when you only control the House and the Democrats have the Senate, and, the, the, Senate the and the presidency, you can't do anything without making it bipartisan. Nothing. Nothing. And so it's just, I, I, this is the reason why I am like questioning if, look, if they just threw him out for just putting a 45 day CR, not exactly really a, a, a great gift, just kick the can for 45 days. I, I mean, how are we going to get any, how are any of these guys, Oscar going to tell them, okay, I'm going to be house speaker. What are they going to demand from him? Well, and th this is why there's some talk of like, do they change the rule back? Do they make it so that in order to do this again, you need 10 people, not one, <laughs> you know, in order to vacate the chair again? Because otherwise, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I, I completely agree. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, if I'm going up there to, uh, to be this, I'm not, I'm not standing up there with this shit show again, where just one person could just, could just bring everything down. 10 sounds reasonable number, but not fucking one. Right. And the, and the reason why it, it's just stupid is because, look, I mean, the Democrats are not going to vote to keep the person in. They're, they're, they're not. There is no reason to do that when you're getting nothing in return. Right. Now, the, the things are, here's the thing with these two candidates. Scalise is not going to get the most radical of the Freedom Caucus to vote. For him. And meanwhile, Jordan is not going to get the more moderate side. Neither right. of them are going to have the votes they need in order to get here. Um, and 
and you know the way that it happened the way that McCarthy got through in the end is he he gave them a lot of shit including the ability to take him out at any point so what else are they going to demand like yeah you know and, and and how can they believe it anyway J- just like how would the democrats believe any deal that McCarthy had offered how can anybody on the Republican side believe any deal that comes up internally either for either direction. Right. So you, I, it seems like the most likely outcome is somehow Scalise manages to do this, but it's it just like in January, it's hard. It's hard. It uh, is right. Not that, that's, I mean, yes, that that's like, I agree. That's the most likely outcome. I mean, that, you know, but it's man, it's not going to be easy. Like it wasn't easy for McCarthy either. Right. It's Sc- Scalise is going to have to come up with some sort of deal. And of course, n- and now there are a whole bunch of Republicans saying that they want to, uh, to kick Gates out of the caucus as well. Um, cause th- they hate him now <laughs> <laughs> because like the, all the all of the Republicans, except maybe the eight people who actually voted to kick out McCarthy, like are so pissed. Because right. the, all the, this does not there is no universe where this looks good for the Republicans. They they have just thrown everything into utter chaos. There is no clear path out. I mean, obviously, there some path out will happen. It has to, but at the same time. Nobody involved in this had a plan for what to do after. Well, here's one uh, news story that I'm seeing right now that, that that they're looking to make it that, that they're looking to make it even worse, as far as I can tell. Uh, this is a story in the New York Times tonight, days before a vote, Republicans feud over how to choose a new speaker. Okay, and I'm seeing here that there was a letter there there was a letter that was sent to uh Mr. McHenry from Elise Stefanik, okay, Ma- asking for certain changes to the to the rules, okay? And and I'll, I'll read here the interim the, the interim speaker and Re- representative Elise Stefanik of New York, the conference chair, the group requested a special organizational meeting to consider the change. The New York Times obtained a copy of the letter. In the letter, they asked for an amendment to temporarily raise the threshold to become a nominee. Raise it. Okay? okay, proponents have have been pushing to require a unanimous vote of the Republican conference instead of the current bar of a majority. I'm like, how the fuck are they going to go and do something unanimously between these fucking clowns? They haven't shown themselves to be able to do that as far as I've seen. Right. Because it, but their thing is, it would, in theory, avoid replay of the public chaos that unfolded in January. Right. Okay. And so, so that's what they're trying to do. But- well, and, and th- this, this is what I was saying in terms of delaying the actual speaker vote until the Republican caucus, caucus had someone that they were ready to go with. Okay, but but Sam, again, unanimous. Well, yeah, unanimity. I, I understand. I understand. Like, but it, it's just basic. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, what what can you say? Look, but I I I, I wish. By the for, way, supporters yeah. of Representative Steve Scully's of Louisiana, the majority leader who was running from Sucre, quickly cried foul. 
arguing that the change would only make it more difficult for him to be elected. You think? <laughs> you think? <laughs> no shit. We, this is the shit that they're still playing with now. Right. Um, and, and so, okay. So these people, fuck. I, 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 both Scalise and Jordan are going to, either one of those would have a really hard time. The other possibilities out there just to list them and you know, we'll go from Obama. We'll go from least crazy to most crazy as we oh, Okay, yeah. all right. So no, we're we're the least crazy. So part. so first we got um Scalise and Jordan are obviously the two that are actually running and whatever. The next possible thing is they pick Ooh. some random other low profile Republican who has not very publicly position themselves with either of and, these two and, groups. And either play. And so they try to get somebody, like some Republican that none of us have ever fucking heard of because they're basically an unknown and haven't spent a lot of time directly associating themselves with either half of this internal Republican dispute. And maybe they get, and they get some sort of, he makes some sort of assurances to be fair and blah, blah, blah. And they go with that for a while. That's a, one possibility. Um, and then we start going to the crazy stuff. One was what you mentioned before. You actually get Republican defectors deciding to uh, become Democrats. Right. Because they would have to. There's no, there's no other right. Yeah. Well, as we go down the road, we'll get to the other possibility. But like they would have, in this scenario, they would actually say, fuck it. I'm not a Republican anymore. I'm going with the Democrats. Not only am I voting for Jeffries for speaker, but I'm going to caucus with them and I'm going to support their initiatives and I'm going to play that team. I'm switching teams. You Republicans are crazy. I'm switching teams. Okay. The next thing down the road is you get some Republicans who vote for Jeffries, but stay Republicans. So you basically continue having a Republican majority, but they vote in a Democratic speaker anyway. Which, by the way, I mean, the reality is that they would still, you know, they have the votes to block whatever the hell they want. The, exactly. Like, Jeffries might control some agenda most of the time, but they could, they they still have the votes to, it's not like the Democrats could get anything done. Um, and then also if the Republicans wanted to put something on the table, they could use the whole discharge petition mechanism right. to do it over the speaker's objections. Correct. So you would basically still have a Republican majority, but you have a speaker there who would not have much power. Right. Um, and so you could potentially have a scenario there where the Republicans would really still be in charge, but it would look like Jeffries is in charge and they could blame him for anything that happened that, you know, was unpopular. Sure. Um, and, and then the, the last one and, and, and like it is the la the next thing is sort of the power sharing arrangement. Jeffries actually had an editorial saying, let's do something creative. Let's do a, you know, let's do this. And that's basically the scenario where, that we it doesn't even require the Republicans becoming uh, Democrats, but where 
you basically do what other countries do all the time and you generate some sort of coalition government where you make some sort of deal with a power sharing arrangement where you have some Republicans and some Democrats together vote for a compromise candidate that's probably not Jeffries, right. but is is somebody who will, and I've also called this a nonpartisan speaker, although that's maybe slightly different. The power sharing arrangement basically says, we're going to split as much as we can down the middle. The Senate has done this a few times when they've had actual 50-50 ties where they say, you know, okay, every committee is going to be evenly split. Right. You know, and we'll we'll sort of have co-chairs or something, or we'll alternate who has chairs of what. Um, and we will have a process where anything with sufficient support can can get to the floor. Um, I've always said sort of a non a nonpartisan speaker that is not operating to try to advantage either party, but just says, Hey, anything with a minimum of some number of co-sponsors automatically gets a vote vote on the floor. Yep. 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 You know, that might be something it's, it's, it's might be a good way to run things anyway. I I, I mean, I, I, it sounds good to me. Like if, if anything, like, our system as it's developed, the leadership in Congress has too much power. Devolve it down this way so that, you know, you can have more. Basically, we're in a scenario where in order to pass, it has to be bipartisan anyway. So generate a mechanism that lets those bipartisan things through, you know, because right now you have a lot of scenarios, especially on the Republican side, that, but it, it exists on the Democratic side too, is we don't want to compromise. We don't want to cooperate. We don't want to find some thing that we can both support because we don't want to let the other side win. Some scenario like this would force the sides to like, you know, okay, what can we agree on? And it's a non-zero set. We've talked about on the show before how there's actually a lot of quote unquote quiet legislation that gets through each session where it's uncontroversial things that haven't become politicized. So the two sides can sort of work on it in, in in quiet out of the public glare and then just pass shit. Um, and so maybe you'd get more of that, but I think all of these, the further you get down this line of more and more improbable things, the longer we would have to be at a stalemate before anybody would even consider it. Oh, I, I totally agree. I mean, I, I really think that, um, that we're not at that, stage yet i mean i i think that it's going to take it's going to take a while um do you think we're going to hit right up against that 45 day deadline and then something's going to happen i I think we're going to have a government shutdown on day 45 i i i i really put the odds of that like high right now at over 50 percent right now given the situation where it is i mean like maybe that's the kind of scenario that forces one of these really oddball options is we're right. in a government shutdown because the house has been unable to operate for a month and a half at all. Yeah. At like, all. Yeah. It's, it's it's not even the kind of scenario we've been in where they haven't been able to pass anything, but it's a scenario where they can't even work at all. Right. Right. Totally agree. So, or, or they'll come up with some secret deal in private in the Republican caucus and like 
before we do our next show, we'll have a new speaker that the Republicans decided on amongst themselves. Yeah. I don't know. But it's good. It, it's going to be fun. Well, fun. <laughs> interesting. Let's say, let's say interesting. It will be interesting to see how this plays out. By the way, one, one stat that's like uh pretty uh, uh, interesting is that, uh, you know, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, the number of enacted bills of yeah. this Congress has been, holy shit. You know, I used to do graphs of this, and then I stopped a few years back. There used to be 30. Yeah, 30. 30. 30. You know how many uh, bills in two years the previous Congress, 117, had? How many? By The important part is, how many did they have by this time? Because I, I don't have every... by this time, but still the stat. Look, remember, we're like what almost halfway through yeah but here's this the thing. Congress? like like i said i used to do graphs of these almost every bill that every congress does is in the last month it's in the lame duck after the election like okay, more than 50 uh, okay more than 50 percent of the legislation you think usually yes well we're not even close to that like right now because the last last uh last one was 1234 we've only got 30 Okay, well, he got 30. Okay? Yeah. 30. Hey, what the fuck are these people doing all day? Well, actually, I heard this from uh, from Mitt Romney. He said they're trying to get on Fox. They're out on social media. They're yeah. looking for clicks. That's all they're doing. Rip not Mitt, Mitt said it flat out. These motherfuckers are not interested in governing at all. Right. At all. No. I, I mean, and, and not, and it's not even a secret. Like that's what they run on. Yeah. You know, th this is not like a mistake or they don't know what they're doing. Their entire point is they don't want, they, they want to blow things up. They want to burn it down. They want, they want, blow, yep, yep. They want the government Total. not to be doing stuff. The, the, and they want, and like you said, they want to get on TV. They want to make money. They want to do all those things. But fundamentally, they are here to blow shit up. They are here to blow shit up. So it's 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 not like a defect. It's not like they're just incompetent. No, this is this is exactly what they want. So, okay, let's take a break. And uh, I will I will suggest Yvonne, given the amount of time we've already taken, that we just do you know, Trump legal shit for the next segment, unless there's something you're really hot on to also add to that. Not really. We are going to come back with Alex. No, not Alex. Alex. We're, we're going to have a break that's related to Alex. That's why it's one of the Alex breaks, but uh, we will come back with uh Trump legal shit. There you go. Yeah. After this. Do, do, do this podcast is sponsored by alexmzilla.com. Alex Mzilla is great. It's on YouTube. And it has lots of fun videos. Alex Mzilla is awesome and great. I love his videos. And they are obviously better than Curmudgeon's Corner. Well, they're funnier. They're more interesting. 
And frankly, he seems at least a little smarter than either of the hosts of Curmudgeon's Corner. Honestly, it's ridiculous how endlessly talented and phenomenal Alex Emzala is. That's how great his YouTube channel is. A-L-E-X-M-X-E-L-A dot com. Yes. Do, do, do! And there you go. And he, he has not published something new on that channel in a long time now. Maybe he will sometime. I don't know. But what he did earlier today is I, I mentioned in passing that I hate card games. Yeah. So he went looking for a card game first and then didn't find what he was looking for. So then he went off and like while I was watching the news and then I fell asleep and took a short nap, he woke me up. He handmade a, a deck of Uno cards and made me pay, play a goddamn game of Uno. I, I didn't even remember the rules. He was sort of like, I was asking him, is this what I do? And he was saying stuff. I, I don't even know if he was making it up, but yeah. So as, probably making it up. This is what my wife does when she grabs me into these damn card games and she makes up and I'm like, you know, all of a sudden I'm like doing something. Oh, no, 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 that's not allowed. I'm like, what do you mean? It's not allowed. Yeah. I mean, it's been so long since I've played Uno. I, I think I remembered some of it, but not all of it. And like, I'd ask him, does this card do this? And he's like, well, Manu's like you, he's not big into card games. Juana and I will play occasionally like some ga- uh, uh, games. I, I, I mean, I will admit it, the other day I went to this concert, uh, uh, yeah, geez, the other day, Sunday, we went to a concert Sunday night at uh, Hard Rock Live, and I hadn't been to the casino in a while. Uh, damn it. I was so tempted to go into blackjack tables, but it was a Sunday night and it was like late. And I'm like, I because I, I always played. I, I love to play blackjack uh, back in Puerto Rico. And I was like in high school, which I was underage but i don't know they never actually carded us so we went to, i went to the casino and i always played blackjack over there well the good thing is we had two dollar tables man so i'm like you know what the hell I'll bring 20 bucks and i can play you know a good 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 bit i mean either i lose or i make a nice decent chunk of change you know yeah no like card games stress me out because i can never remember the rules like, I just cannot keep that shit in my head. I have a mental block, even on the simplest card games. Like, keeping track of that, like, just stresses me out. And so, so I've you're played not occasion- Rain Man from, like, the movie. We can't have you oh, count cards. No, no. <laughs> We're not, well, you're not our I, ticket to get rich. You're I, not our ticket. You're not our ticket to riches, damn it. No. Thinking in a no. fucking Vegas is going to have you count cards, you motherfucker. Now I'm like, no, come no, up no, not up. even close. Now I got to win this damn Powerball thing, for God's sake. I, I can't even remember the fucking rules of the game. Like, <laughs> not at all. Like, even for the goddamn simplest children's card games, <laughs> like, I cannot remember what the fuck I'm supposed to do from one minute to the next. 21, 21. Yeah, Black no, Jack, no, I... You know, I, I I can sort of sometimes get it together, like for a single game, like I read all the rules, I try to figure it out, and then I'll play like one or two games, and then it all is immediately erased from my mind as soon as I'm done, so I don't know again the second time I'm there. It's just, I, I do not like that shit. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, I have mental block, like I said, uh, it's, it's, it's not a all right well anyway let's talk trump legal stuff so trump 
went on a legal barrage this week. We've had things. all kinds of Trump legal news. So we had uh, the civil fraud trial actually started. We talked last week about how the judge had essentially already decided that he's guilty. <laughs> so uh, at least on one of the charges, there are apparently five other minor charges that are still in play or whatever, but he was guilty of the big one. And the main thing that's going on in the trial is just deciding how much money he owes. The judge had also already um, said, "We're you know you're out of business in New York. We're going to liquidate everything." Okay, right. Um, one of the things that happened this week is Trump appealed appealed that obviously that he was going to do that, and he did get a stay on the liquidation. Right. You know, he he still has to proceed to like so I can't, put a manager so can't go, in charge. I can't go I can't go buy Trump Tower yet? Not yet. I mean, not I'm yet. With, the, so, with my winnings. So basically I mean, I got, there's I got a got stay my here right there. <laughs> There's my billion dollar ticket. There you go. Um anyway, he, he the the liquidation is on pause until the appeal happens. But he'd also asked to pause the entire New York trial until the appeal, and he did not get that. So he doesn't have to liquidate until the appeal goes through. But while the appeal is pending, the rest of the trial can continue still. And Donald Trump showed up to the first few days of the trial. Um, and basically, you know, th th there's not live coverage inside the, the courtroom, but there were cameras allowed at the beginning uh, each day. So we got some pictures of like Trump pouting and looking mad and stuff like that. Um, and we had reporters talking about how inside he was getting animated and upset and his face was turning red and he was talking to his lawyers and blah, blah, blah. Um, but also... Whenever there was a break, he would just come out into the hallway outside the courtroom and rant. <laughs> you would just rant and rant and rant about how unfair this was, how the judge was bad, how whatever was bad. You know, I, I look, I, I have been at trials. Um, you know, trials involving matters, not, not somebody else's trials, trials involving matters that were related to our business or related to family and stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I have to say that I, I, I never was sitting, I, I was more like, um, I was there listening attentively and we would go out, we'd talk with the attorney, we're concerned, but you know, ranting, raving like that, just, just, it, it that, there was never, you know, it's just not the thought that crossed my mind. It's just, it takes, you know, especially because courtrooms are usually places where there is an expected level of decorum. Right. Okay. Well, and he did wait to go out into the hall. Like, in the courtroom, he was whispering angrily at, at his lawyers <laughs> and making faces and stuff. But, like. The judges don't like the faces either. <laughs> I can tell you that you don't like the fuck. They don't want you making fucking faces. You don't want you know. Yeah. So so now I and I'll get to some other stuff inside the courtroom. But first, with his antics outside, one at one point he went over this judge's line, 
And it was not part of his rants, but during this time period, he or his social media team. Oh, it was him. Come on. Well, you know, yeah. Well, he would come on. He would direct it at the very least. I, I don't know if he was sitting there on his phone, you know. Look, I have this entire vision of Trump sitting in the crapper, probably doing this all morning, and I'm pretty sure it's accurate. Anyway, uh, he posted a picture of one of the court clerks when they had a photo op with Senator Schumer. Um, And just just as a background thing, politicians take pictures with anybody. No! No! No, get out of here. No. No, they do? This is a whole thing where if you go to an event with a politician, they're going around shaking everybody's hands. They're taking selfies with picture with, with people. They're letting you take pictures with them. They there is no, the fact that you have a picture with a politician does not mean you have some sort of in-depth relationship with them. Um I it, it, like my wife is a state rep, but when she goes to events, people ask to take their pictures with her, you know, and she's, she's not like, you know, a Senator or a president or anything like that. You know, I must have been, nobody asked to take their picture with me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you know, well, okay. No, I'll take that back. When I used to go to, you know, when I was managing offices in like different countries, sometimes I, I actually have a couple of pictures. They, they were like, oh, no, no, let's get a picture of you, whatever. So, yeah, I, I got I, I do have some. OK, okay. so I'll so, take that back. Yeah. In any case, my point is she had a picture with Senator Schumer that she had posted on her Instagram or something. Donald I Trump mean, that, posts that, this. That's, that's, I mean, isn't that like outright like a treason right there or something? Well, Donald Trump posted, I, first I of all, that she was running the entire case, that she was really <laughs> in charge of the case. It wasn't the judge. She was the one that was running it. And she was Schumer's girlfriend. And, <laughs> and that she's a dem- Democratic operative, Schumer's girlfriend, and she was in charge of the entire case. And this was unfair, blah, blah, blah. And with her name and and a link to her social media and all that kind of stuff. Which apparently then was later quickly deleted, just as quickly. As well, that. yes. Well, the judge specifically, uh, there, there was a flurry of activity after that. And the judge came back and said, consider this a gag order. Nobody, asso- you know, not the not you, Donald Trump, or anybody associated with you is allowed to post anything related to my staff or the, you know, the, the, the court employees. And uh, so we have our first actual gag order on Donald Trump and he has abided by it since then. Now, to be clear, the judge did not prohibit him from criticizing him, the actual judge, just right. his staff. Uh, and he also did not prohibit them uh, from criticizing or disparaging the prosecutors. It was just the court staff, leave them the fuck alone. <laughs> leave them out of this. Um and, and not just criticizing, but like the, the kind of stuff that he right, was doing. Right. Um, and, and so this is sort of like, we've talked before about how, you know, he's pushing all of these limits and the judges, you know, 
they want to leave this alone as much as possible because they don't want to bring all the first amendment disputes and stuff into this. But like in this case, like he can't claim that it's a necessary part of his campaign to slander the court clerk, you know, and lie about the court clerk. You know, he might be able to say that about certain other people and, and, you know, and, and he has a real first amendment right to say like, this is an unfair prosecution. I'm not guilty. Of course he can say that. Uh, but you know, so th- this is very narrowly tailored and so far Trump has obeyed it and it, it potentially gives a map. Like th- there's the whole thing going on in the DC case where, um, the special counsel has asked for a gag order. They've got a hearing on that coming up next week. I think in, in this coming week, I think they've got a hearing on that and then we'll see what happens there. But this sort of shows how it can be done and shows that in fact, when Donald Trump got this kind of gag order, he's like, yes. Okay, sir. I'll shut up. Listen, the, the one thing about, uh, about this whole, this whole thing and why it's important not to do that is because it's intimidating people. It's intimidating mm-hmm. to people that are are working around this. We we we've heard hell. We we've heard from Republicans in Congress how they were petrified, for example, to even like vote to impeach Donald Trump uh, because they were getting constant threats and attacks. And every time that he goes out to one of these people that is just working in the court because it's their damn job, and then he goes and he calls them out by name, then starts accusing them of all of this shit. I mean, this this is threatening to these people's lives. Yes. There was a report this week as well that every single one of these cases that Donald Trump is involved in, this New York civil case, the New York criminal case, the D.C. federal case, the Florida federal case, and the Georgia case, every single person involved in the prosecution on those cases has security now mm. because they have... No, the, I'm assured that the number of threats are out of control. And so the, and not only that, the, the investigate, there is a whole division that has now been set up in the FBI to protect these people, you know? And, and so, yeah, absolutely. This is the, and, and, and there's, you know, it's about, intimidating the people that are directly involved. Yeah. It's about intimidating potential jurors. Yeah. It's about influencing those potential jurors. And that's why this is all coming up. And yeah. so we'll see what they do in the DC case. Um, but in this case, they gave a very narrowly tailored, tailored uh, gag order. And apparently this, this was not in public, but it was reported that behind closed doors, the judge told Trump, and his lawyers that he was serious about this shit. And if this was violated, there would be serious repercussions up to and including 30 days in jail, you know, <laughs> and Donald Trump does not want 30 days in jail. No, he doesn't want one I, day I mean, in jail. He, he wants to play the victim, but he doesn't want to actually be the be victim in jail. in jail. Right. You know, um, so we'll see. Um, meanwhile, I did want to say one of the things that Donald Trump has been complaining about, uh, is that there, this is a bench trial, not a jury trial. Now there was a lot of reporting when this first became clear on Monday that with people saying that Trump's lawyers just forgot to check a box that said they wanted a jury trial. (laughs) 
Because uh, there's apparently some form that they fill out that if they wanted a jury box, jury trial, they just had to put a little X in the thing uh, to request it. And the judge came on the first day. We don't have a jury here because no one requested one and then started moving on. However, I've heard people after, and, the, and there was some controversy, like a lot of people were saying, well, did they just make a mistake or is this a strategic decision that they actually thought it would be better to have the judge rather than a jury in this particular case? But I've heard subsequent commentary saying, look, for these particular set of crimes, because of some of the details of New York state law, they might not have been entitled to a jury trial. That's now they still could have asked for one and litigated that, but it's unclear that they would have won anyway, even if they did that. But, uh, but regardless, Trump has been going, uh, and one of the things he's been pounding his fist about is we don't even get a jury. So, <laughs> well, uh, but aside from that, um, yeah, it's been dismissed, trying to get everything against them dismissed. Yeah. What? It, New York civil trial aside, well, he's trying to get that one dismissed too, of course. Yeah. But uh, there was a flurry of these today. He's, he's uh, he, he, not today, this week. Uh, he asked, he's asking for the DC trial to be dismissed because he says he's had presidential immunity. Basically that since he was president, anything he was doing. There, is, there is such a thing as presidential immunity. I didn't know there was presidential immunity. Well, he, he claims that like, because he was, Apparently, all of his election interference was done as part of being president. Also, a subsidiary claim, he says because he was acquitted by the Senate, trying him again would be double jeopardy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, how does he get a lawyer (laughs) to have the fucking gall to put this down in writing? I mean, because, like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, here's a, another thing. In this country, yes, unlike in other countries, okay, none of, I don't know of any elected official that has any immunity from prosecution whatsoever. Now, this is common in other countries where if you're a senator or, like, whatever in certain elected posts, there is immunity, Okay. But the United States has never had immunity. There are some things on the civil side where if something is done in the act of your job as an official, you can't be sued for it. But there's no criminal. There's no criminal. There's no criminal immunity. Right. The only thing that has been sort of litigated is the whole you can't charge them while they're president. You have to wait till they're out. I mean, and that's it. But it's still not immunity either. And, and even that, by the no way, has, damn... that that's never actually like gone to court or anything, right? You know, but there is no, there is no well, damn some, immunity. Some cases, like for state cases and some other stuff, I, there, there have been some cases. But the whole thing of like you can't in you can't do a federal indictment of a sitting president hasn't actually been litigated, right? But but it, it's sort of. The president could always fire the prosecutors because they work for him, so it's weird. But but yes, there's no there's no outright immunity, and in fact, even after he was acquitted in the Senate for the second impeachment, this is one of the things that like several of the senators were like, and and what's his name McConnell 
as number one said specifically, we have not voted to convict him because he's no longer president. It's fine, but he can still have some, he, he can still have criminal consequences if it's appropriate. Exactly. He specifically gave that as one of his arguments for not convicting Donald Trump. Right. Um, so yeah, the, the, the whole thing of the whole thing of double jeopardy based on the impeachment is complete and utter nonsense. <laughs> it's like it's, the, the presidential matter? immunity is nonsense too. Um, it, the, the, I mean, he get pe- I mean, I'm still just, I, I guess the, the, the only, the only two things here are one, like his standard MO of delay, you know, just delay, delay, delay. Every frivolous appeal potentially gets you a little bit more time. And then also, I think he's got at least some thought that he can somehow hail Mary one of these up to the Supreme court and the six conservative justices will back him. Just because uh, his, his, his his guys, but look here's it, 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 but he also withdrew a suit against Cohen. Yeah, so so I, I was going to say he also be, withdrew. Well, the reason I, I'm 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 jumping to that is just yeah. overall in terms of the attorneys, okay? Because it seems that um, he is narrowing his scope, okay, to a yeah. certain extent, and. I will say he, he that. was doing aggressive lawsuits against people who were going after him on long shot things. Like he was suing fucking Hillary Clinton for right, stuff and right. and all this kind of, and all of these things. Like he, he money. He was consistently losing them because they made no sense, and he was just doing them to get back at people who were suing him or who were he thought were his enemies he was just throwing these lawsuits out left to right whether they had any merit or not and like you said i think he he's getting rid of the ones that aren't going anywhere to save money i think you're right i mean look this is has to listen we saw some numbers in terms of how much he's ratched, rack, racking up in legal expenses. Like right now, it's got to be in the couple of hundred million dollars. Okay. And, but, but with all the things going on at the same time that he's got right now. And look, and, and I guess he's paying for, uh, you know, he's because he is also paying for defense of a number of other people as well. Yes. Not all so, of them, but not all of them, but there's a number of people that he's paying for, 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 for their defense. Okay. Which is why this bill is so big. Now, obviously prominently, he's also not paying for the defense of some other people, which are right now basically going belly up because they like Rudy, like the pillow guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, you know, R- Rudy just had a, a, a lean put tax on lien on his place here you know, in Palm Beach. Yeah, he, 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 you know, th- there are a lot of these folks who are screwed because Trump isn't supporting them. Um, but yeah, so I, he's cutting back on these. He also like, like you said, he he basically this week motioned to have everything in every single freaking case dismissed. he's involved in dismissed. A whole several of them, the judges have already said no. Oh like, yeah, they're already like, I like mean, they were like in an hour, they're like denied yeah exactly because these are like 
There was also I, I, the one for federal court or something, whatever. Wasn't there one related in Georgia when he when he was trying to? Uh, well, he decided not to. No, try he decided to move. not to try to move it to federal court. That's yeah. right, yeah. because all of the other attempts had failed. So failed. he knew he was going to fail too. Right. Um, and, and so, and the one place where he's had some success is the Florida case where he's got wow. Judge Cannon. Well, that's now, because we've got Judge, ju- Judge, you know, uh, you know, she Trump, just Trump bootlickers. He motioned there, like here, and we'll we'll get to the new thing about him blabbing about submarines in a second. But he he has said that he his lawyers have not yet been able to look at all the classified documents because the prosecution hasn't moved fast enough to set up an appropriate location in Florida for him to do so. Now what's in dispute here is apparently the feds have said there, I think the number is like six. There are six documents that they say are so sensitive that there is no facility in the entire state of Florida that is good enough for them to show him the documents there. And they want him to come to D.C. to view the documents if he needs to view those documents. Okay. And basically his team is being like, no, no, has to be in Florida. We we can't come to D.C. You know, and so you got to set something up. And so they they petitioned to the judge that said, because this hasn't been set up yet, they want some additional delay in the deadlines for them submitting a whole bunch of stuff related to their motions related to this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Um, and she basically said, sure, you, you can have your delay. <laughs> and the, 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 the trial date has still not moved. It's still in like May or something. Um, but the, she's allowing lots of time for this. And, and so far this time around, if you remember early phases of this, she made some decisions about the special master and all this bullshit before this even hit the indictment when it was still in the investigation phase that she got slapped down by the appeals court really hard because there was absolutely no legal basis for what she was doing. Uh, since then, she has yet to do anything that's anywhere near that blatant, but she seems to be completely willing to let things take a long time. Like there was one ruling that everybody expected to be completely like routine standard, the kind of thing that every courtroom takes in, takes care of in a few days or a week or two maximum that she took almost two months to do for a routine thing that in the end she came out with the routine thing. It wasn't even anything special. Um, And when there've been requests for these kinds of delays, she's given them. Um, so we, we've got that so far. So, and I've seen a bunch of people sort of respond to this with, well, the chances of this trial actually getting off in May, yeah, in May are or, slipping yeah, I... really, really hard. And this one, th- this, this potentially is the easiest slam dunk case given the evidence of all of these but it's also the one that is most likely to slip past the election next year. You know, just because you've got a judge that seems to have no problem letting it take a while as compared to the DC case where the judge seems to be like, no, 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 we're, we're moving fast. 
Oh, okay. Well, um, I, I, I know we, we want to wrap, wrap up and we're over time. The one thing I want to say is the other thing that came out uh, first by ABC and then confirmed by the New York Times is a report of Donald Trump talking to this Australian billionaire who apparently has a business cardboard related business of some sort. A I guess what he makes business? Cardboard. He like makes cardboard boxes or something. He's a billionaire in the cardboard box industry. Man, I, you know, I, yeah, I mean, people make money in a lot of weird ways. Yes. <laughs> you know, somebody has to make the damn boxes. I know. I don't look, I met this guy made, you know, worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. and made bread. Yeah. Somebody's got to make the bread. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, but Donald Trump apparently decided to just randomly talk to him about the specific nuclear capabilities of our submarine fleet, uh, specifically in terms of how many missiles they carry and how close they can get to other enemy submarines without being detected. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> and, and so he was just blabbing to this guy like at, at the patio at Mar-a-Lago. With other people around. Oh, my God. Uh, and this guy, apparently, the, the special counsel has questioned this guy and has talked to him. And they have so far confirmed at least 45 other people that the Australian billionaire went and talked to about this stuff after he talked to Donald Trump. Oh, get out of here. Yes. So the the, the billion, the billion, I forget his guy's name, but uh, he talked to... A bunch of his co-workers. He talked to uh, a bunch of people in the Australian government. He talked to former Australian prime ministers. He, he just went around like basically after Donald Trump told him this stuff, he was like, hey, guess what Donald Trump told me? To like everybody he could get on the phone. <laughs> um, and the, the thing is like, first of all, of course, this isn't surprising given everything we know about how Donald Trump has taken classified material seriously, you know, which he hasn't at all. You know, he, I mean, last week we got the news that he was using classified documents and writing to-do lists on the back of them and handing them out to his staff. Well, that's what I normally do here. <laughs> I mean, that's that that's stack of papers back there. That's my confident, you know, that's the top secret stuff. I guess I, I mean, that's, I mean, is it that what they're, Ford, it's a to-do list. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. so, but anyway, this is, this is like the most blatant thing. This is even like we, we knew uh, months ago about this whole thing where he was, you know, waving around the Iranian war plans, uh, to, to various people. Um, and and now we've got this, him talking about nuclear submarine secrets to some random Australian businessman, just uh, apparently just because he wanted to show off, you know, like, and, and this is the kind of stuff that we've talked before about that, that stupid guy who was sharing the, the secrets with his gaming buddies. Yes. That, that guy is sitting in jail right now. And this asshole should be too. They, they, they found that guy in a week and he was in jail like the next freaking day. And he did less than this, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and like, they keep talking about these two systems of justice, one for everybody else and one for Donald Trump. Damn right. He's getting so much special treatment. Any other person who did even a fraction of this 
would be in jail. Would be rotting in jail waiting for all these trials. He would not be. He would not be free. No. He would not be free at all. And, you know, I've heard people, like, people are talking, like, well, why aren't they charging him with this? Like, you know, th- this this stuff related to this may come in as evidence in, in the Florida trial, but why aren't they charging him specifically with distributing this information? Like all of the charges we have are him having the information when he's not supposed to, but what about distributing it? And the answers I've heard people say are one, especially in this case where it was verbal, if there's no recording, just proving it is a lot harder, but also an important part of that is to prove that case, you'd also have to prove that Trump wasn't just bullshitting and just talking numbers out of his ass and that he was actually telling the truth. But in order to prove that he was telling the truth, you have to like provide the classified information and you may not want to. You may not, you may want to keep that secret and not bring it up in court. And so they're going after him for all this other stuff uh, but this may be something where they're just like, you can't bring this one to trial, but it's leaked out that this has happened. And it's just like unbelievable. The, the, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, at this point, there's nothing that would be unbelievable, but it, it would be stuff that before the Donald Trump presidency, the notion of a president of the United States or ex president of the United States doing kind of this kind of stuff like if you even brought it up, you'd be like, that's too wild, even for like a, you know, a crazy spy novel or whatever, you know? So anyway, there you go. There you go. All right. And, oh. and with that, we're done. So, you know, the deal, go to curmudgeons-corner.com. You can find all the ways to contact us, email, Facebook, Mastodon, all that you can find our archives and listen to all of our, our old shows. You can, uh, and by the way, the reason I had the, 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 the date of the whole thing with the, um, thing, the thing, the, the, the supercut of swearing, right. The reason that was in my mind yeah. was that this week there was an article about Apple watches huh? where they're no longer, giving any sort of repair or support for the gold Apple watches. That's correct. The original. And that was one of the topics that Yvonne was swearing about on this particular thing. So I looked up the episode because it was ridiculous. I mean, the whole day of, I, I, I'm pretty sure that I was railing about the fact that, you know, I'm sure some people buy it, but unfortunately a fucking gold watch that has a digital thing is going to become obsolete. They're never going to fix them. And then what are you going to do? You're going to have the stupid gold watch doesn't fucking work exactly anyway um so uh which you is can what happened our, yes you can find our archives uh including transcripts for the most recent ones uh and of course you can go to our patreon where you can give us money if you win the powerball and you are a listener of this show we expect our cut i'm just saying you know we are an important part of your life obviously so you know go to our patreon um and uh, at various levels, we will mention you in the show. We will ring a bell. We will send you a postcard. We will send you a mug, all that kind of fun stuff at $2 a month or more. Or 
If you just ask nicely, we will invite you to our Comedians Corner Slack, where Yvonne and I and a variety of our listeners are chatting throughout the week, sharing links, all of that kind of thing. Aside from the Apple Watch one, Yvonne, uh, is there another one that you would like to highlight of something that was mentioned under Comedians Corner Slack that we have in not the talked menchies. about? In the Menchies. In the Menchies. What's what? Menchies? Men- oh, Menchies. Yes. Like mentions. A high school teacher put on leave after school officials discover OnlyFans OnlyFans page. A high school English teacher. OnlyFans page was exposed this week, which prompted school officials to place the woman on leave. She was exposed, you say? Uh, Yes, indeed. She has seemingly accepted that she will never teach again. From what I can tell, she resigned. Uh, So, uh, uh, but, uh, but my question was, how did they discover the OnlyFans? Someone was looking. Someone was looking. <laughs> I, I I think it's ridiculous. It, it really pisses me off. You know, with the shit wages that they pay at schools. Okay. She was she was making more from the OnlyFans than she was at school. Well, not I, not at first. From what I uh, I learned now is that definitely her income has surged. Well, since the article since came out, since it's been public, yeah. yes. So um so um yeah, but but you know. You don't make that much money. Try to make ends meet. They're they're giving a shit for this. I mean, well, and, and look, a lot of schools have these morality clauses in the contracts that you know you have to be an upstanding citizen. Blah 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 blah. There, there's there are various levels of Their how well they can be enforced. Is not my morality, okay? You know, it's like I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of jobs that have those in there, and then you know. Sometimes they can be legally disputed, but often like the people, they don't have the resources to dispute them. I know. And so that doesn't happen. I mean, some of them are enforceable. Some of them aren't. It depends on the specifics. And, but you know, a lot of these, the, the, they rely on the fact that like, if they fire you for this, most people don't have the resources to fight back and, and there you go. And so, but I, I, I I have I think morality clauses are problematic in general. Like, sure, a company should be able to tell you to some degree what you do on company time, but when you're not on the clock, it's none of their fucking business. I'm sorry. Amen. Yeah. And and um and and with this kind of thing specifically, I mean, people just have to get over themselves. I mean. Sex is a thing. It happens. You know, and and this is a way that people make money and people choose to do it. People choose to partake in it. And not a small number of people. No. <laughs> this, this is not like some fringe group. This is mainstream. Okay? Yeah. And so the people who have issues with it, you really need to just step back and get the fuck over it. Stop being Puritans. By the way, I'm trying. I'm trying to find a, a used gold edition watch for sale. I cannot find one online. Interesting. Very, I mean, so I cannot find a single one for sale. I find a whole bunch of knockoffs where people gold plated. Yeah. No, I suspect these still will become collectibles. I mean, like in box original iPhones are selling for insane amounts of money, and they're useless. Yeah. No. 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 I. I. Yeah. I, I know. I know. So. So anyway, I think we're done, Yvonne. All right. We're out of here. 
Yep. Thanks, everybody. Sayonara. Yeah, we'll 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 do the talking to you next week thing and uh adios. Até logo. We'll we'll do that and uh yeah. Bon voyage. Yeah, any any more languages you want to hit real quick? Uh oh, fuck up. Uh, 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 bon voyage. Bon nuit. Uh let's see. Uh <laughs> uh no, I'm I'm out. Yeah, you're you're out. I, I I'm out too. We're 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 done. Talk to you next time, people. Bye. Bye. Adios. Oh yeah, I forgot that. Okay, and if you guys uh, followed instructions and are still listening, uh, here comes that supercut. Enjoy. Shortly after we released the March 12, 2015 episode of the Curmudgeon's Corner podcast, we got feedback that said, Sam and Yvonne, you swear too much on your show. We listened to the show. We counted. It turns out, We swear about every 46 and a half seconds, and we agree that's way too much. But in the meantime, it's kind of funny. So here's a supercut of just the swearing from that show. Son doesn't actually give a shit. Well, crap. Random crap. Right. Not not all of it's crap. Well, I was fucking pissed off about it then, too. Or they send a fucking communication to another government. It's fucking idiotic. Give me a fucking break. That would have been a fucking nuclear bomb. And any other way is just a fucking moron. I think that's bullshit. No. First oh of all. Oh my God, Jesus Christ. Can we give a fucking like what? Do, do we have enough time? The United States is well known for not actually giving a shit about international law. The Montreal Aviation Protocols. I have no idea what the fuck that treaty is about. Uh-huh. So, uh, fuck. I mean, damn, that's, uh, uh, well, that's exciting. Fuck. Oh, wait, I finally found the fucking page with the approved treaties. Oh, Jesus. Come on, you motherfucking units. United States. Anyway, why you the Well, it's funny. You guys have no idea what the fuck a gold watch is priced. If you ever were going to sell it, maybe you'll get 15 grand. What the fuck are you going to get for a fucking digital watch? But Jesus Christ, I'm not fucking paying that kind of money. For that high-end one, you're going after the people who just have so much money they don't give a shit. I I, I have it on all the time. If I got to be fucking taking off my watch, they're they're not once say, oh, yeah. If if they're like fuck you, I'm like Jesus. I'm right. If, about how the watch is a piece of shit because it doesn't make it through the day. You tech geeks who are buying these as devices as opposed to jewelry are going to use the hell out of them and are going to kill the battery. Especially, by the way, in the first week they have the damn things because they're going to be playing I know, they're going to fucking like annihilate them. Look, it's not the fucking chips inside that are worth the money. It's the fucking gold case. Fine. Give me a fucking way to fucking, like, replace. Listen, Rolex, 
has replaced all the parts of this fucking watch. Anyway, the title of the article was the gold Apple watch is perfect for douchebags to make up for the battery being crap. I, I, I put it in an external battery case. We, the massive idiocy of fucking Hillary Clinton. The server wasn't breached. How the fuck do you know? So how could she say that with any fucking certainty? And I saw this and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? How the fuck could she say that with any certainty? Those well, fucking people are idiots. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, We're you, not those people. You, 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 and, you and me are looking. Then you're all about what the hell is she hiding? She's well, an fuck. idiot. And maybe she... I was pretty close to that because honestly, like right now, I mean, I was like. And meanwhile, on the other side, you've got all the Clinton supporters going, oh, this is bullshit. This is all trumped up. What the hell do they care about email for no fucking reason? The only fucking secretary of state. Uh, who the fuck was it after Colin? Fucking used the email address either. And, oh, well, I'll turn over what I think is relevant. Well, on the fuck one hand, no. and no one She's knows what was done. She's a fucking moron. It, it, it means that any third party auditor that you give the server to now can't tell you shit. You can recover deleted shit. You can. But like, I mean, hell, it's probably not even the same physical server. You yeah. know, they, they probably upgraded the damn thing several times. That's how it was. It was legal. Go fuck yourself. I had some people like uh, give me shit about it. You know, why the fuck are you bothering me about this? Go away. Basically telling the BBC, are you fucking kidding me? You know, for God's sake, if you found if you came to an island with living dinosaurs right now, you do not fucking shoot the dinosaurs. I think that people jump to racial conclusions over shit that happens when it's not racial. I think that we've made it to a point where people are fucking getting racial when it shouldn't be. Fucking all that moron. stuff. Fuck, Jesus Christ. I hated frats all the time. I mean, fucking <laughs> fire them all. He actually got recruited by their fraternity and I fucking shot him down. As so. the token Puerto Rican? No, that's not what the fucking thing is, you idiot. They had some kind of like a drinking thing, whatever, at the fucking school. I, I, they were all like fucking recruiting me and I was like, I just thought there were a bunch of losers. I, I think that they should be taken out and fucking gotten. Listen, if I had them in front of me, I'd beat the shit out of the motherfucker that started re- uh, yelling it. I don't think it was enough. I, I, I would I would like to fucking like take them out and beat the shit out of them uh, against saving time. No, fuck. Jesus <laughs> Christ. We're still fucking like having the fucking like dealing with the fucking like aftermath of that. But at the very least, get rid of this damn time change twice a year. Obviously, my son can't tell the fucking difference. Well, shit. I'm sorry. My son is not recognizing fucking the time change. It's 12 fucking 30. Jesus, really? 12, 28. Wait, wait. No, I mean, fuck. Did I have such wrong? It, it's stupid. It's idiotic. Um, oh, fucking and sucks. Uh, it, it disrupts fucking everything. And they're, they're, they're oh. using, there are. I don't care. I'll stay now. But yeah, look, I mean, here's the thing. You don't have to change everybody's fucking clocks. If you really want to change that, change what time you do things. Let's stick with standard time. Fuck savings. Fuck this shit. If you're a government official, I don't give a shit. Everything. Oh, no, I don't want to. Every moment. No, (laughs) not every fucking minute. No. Yes. You want to record every fucking like burp? No. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely. No. Damn it. Facebook Messenger thing really sucks. I'm still not quite there. 
damn it. Uh, you know, there were a lot oh, of people we're, listening we're, to this well, thing. We're and not the hell yet. S-E-I. What the fuck? <laughs> Mainly because the damn thing kept crashing. But the damn things just didn't work reliably. Like, I would have exactly what I wanted, and then it would suddenly autocorrect to something else, and I'm like, what the hell? I keep getting irritated with a fucking uh, keyboard. Every time I try to keep typing to somebody fucking, it keeps changing it into ducking. I don't type ducking. I type fucking. There you go. What the hell have I typed to anybody that I'm ducking? You don't t- you don't tell people like a, a text message to not fuck. usually, not usually. But what really pisses me off and your fucking ducking example is just one example of this. And I find it in the damn message after I've sent it. I look like a complete fucking illiterate moron. Me. Even if they were involved, you can be damn sure they weren't the ones who planned it out. What? There are a whole bunch of fucking racist bigots. Dude, Are there I ways you can address the problem that called do a that. fucking racist? And I'm like, fucking like for some people about it is a Latino or somebody or whatever. I'm like, I gotta turn around. Listen, you motherfucker. I'm a Puerto Rican. You sack of shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> OK, really? That really pisses me off. Can I be honest? They think I'm Jewish or like great. I'm like, what the fuck, you asshole? OK, and uh, shit. I mean, increase in the dollar is fucking killing them. Okay, so that's the problem. But we import so much shit. And that's it. Please listen to Curmudgeon's Corner. We promise we're trying to do better. We won't swear quite as much. Maybe.